0: Uh, we welcome everybody back to a wonderful edition of The Hard Count. I hope everybody's doing good. I hope everybody had a uh, a nice Thanksgiving. And speaking of that, CJ, my guy, how was yours?
1: Thanksgiving was great, man. A lot of good eats. a swell. Uh, I know Judon was like, he don't like mac and cheese. Man, he's bugging, man. Bugging. Mac and cheese hit the, hit the spot on Thursday. Uh, some nice turkey stuffing, man. It was, yeah. it was good. And then the leftover Fridays always slaps, too, man. Good weekend for the kids
0: now cj I, I very important question what are your thoughts on turkey one and second i need to know what your favorite dish is
1: uh if it's made if it's made right you know sometimes turkey can be kind of dry but you know this thanksgiving you know the kid was blessed definitely hit the spot wasn't too dry um my favorite dish you yeah, asking
0: the wrong guy, man. My plate be full, bro. Uh, oh no, 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 See, I'm not letting you out of this. There's got to be one that you're like, you know what? That's one. the one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, sometimes it's mac and cheese. You know, a lot of times, you know, if I'm going to my my, my godmother's crib, it's lasagna. The lasagna, the nice
0: lasagna. Okay.
1: With the rice and beans. See, so, yeah, I'm gonna okay. go with that. I'm gonna go with lasagna with the rice and beans.
0: All right, we love that. People over there on the color cast, we're getting my boy CJ in here real quick. We're all we're all waiting to set up. But for the people watching us on, you know, the YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, all Facebook. that. Oh, you know what? That's a good reminder. I gotta lower my volume before you get in here. Um make sure. Oh, there, there we are. there is CJ. Invite to co-cast. Here we go, baby. We can get the show rocking now. Ah, there he is. There he Color is. Color cast, what's going on, guys? Oh, my volume be going way back up. Come on, son. What are we doing here? I guess <laughs> I got to turn it down on the actual volume. You know, it's all right. We got the chat popping off already. Hey, boys, we got Mark with the goat emoji. <laughs> Listen, Mark, I don't like to toot the own horn or anything, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I feel it. I feel it. This is a fantastic show. What's hey, you know, CJ? Praise uh, brother. How you doing, man? Exactly what's going on, Perry. Listen, we're multitasking here, people. We got the color cast up. We got the Facebook, YouTube, live stream, Twitch, everything going on. So if we miss something, don't worry. We're going to go back and find it. So uh, we love it. We absolutely love it. But with that being said, CJ, you want to jump on in? Would you like to jump into the football? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right. And you know what? We're going to start it off with them. I, I uh, this time I got it, the Monday night game, not the Sunday one, I always try it, I, I'm almost there all the time, but we are going to start it off uh, with the Monday night game, of course, as as uh, Perry says here in the Color Castle, School Boys, hard count on every uh, Tuesday, not Thursday Perry, come on. But, uh, you know, it's all right. Everybody makes mistakes. You know, shout out Hannah Montana. You know, she said it the best. Um, <laughs> but with that being said, we'll get into the football. We have Washington with a 17-15 victory. And, uh, CJ, I don't know how you feel about this game, uh, but I take two major things out of this, right? Right. Marco already the color cast with the Niners. Let's go. The boys are hot. We're gonna get to that, Mark. You gotta stick around. We gotta stick around. Uh, but what I take away from this game is ready two things. Taylor Heineke is going to be relevant in the NFL for a long time. Now, is that going to be as a starter for his entire career? Well, let me tell you something. I don't know. But you, Taylor Heineke, does enough every single week to prove that he can play in the nfl and listen a lot of people can't um i've already got jimmy up over here in the comments on youtube he doesn't get the credit he deserves exactly listen i and they talked about on the countdown too that that diving you know play right into the end zone was kind of his big moment in the playoffs against the bucks last year but listen they brought in ryan uh ryan tannahill ryan fitzpatrick to be the starter this year, obviously, I think it was like the second quarter, first quarter, he ends up getting injured. So that obviously doesn't work out. Taylor Heineke comes back in, reclaims the throne, and he's played all right. Like, he has his moments where you're like, damn, why wasn't he a good, you know, why wasn't he in the NFL before? Because you remember he came over, I believe, from the XFL, if I'm not mistaking, um, or the AFL, one of those. Uh well, you know, he has those moments of why why wasn't he a starter before? And then there's the other moments where it's kind of like, you know, what why why are you starting in the game right now? But that's <laughs> kind of what you are when you're a, a mid-level quarterback. And I think he's always gonna do enough to have a job. I I don't think he's gonna ever be able to carry a team to a Super Bowl. I think everything would have to be a hundred percent, you know, correct for them, but I think Heine, he's going to be in the lead for a long time, so I take that away from the Washington side. Obviously, a nice win too. Did you know that they're in a wild card spot now?
1: Yes, sir. I, seven, seven spot, right?
0: Five and six gets you into the wild card spot. We got Washington on the rise for sure over there on the color cast. Hey, they they definitely are. Um, and then for the Seahawks, right? We talked about it a bunch, and this, that, and the third. Right? You know what, CJ? You, you ever you ever get a little you ever get a little cut? On your arm, or something, growing up, playing outside, doing whatever. You know, you put the band aid on, you're all healed up. And then after that, you got to take the band aid off. You got to take it off. And you're supposed to just rip it, just rip it right off. And that's (laughs) what they got to do with Seattle. We talked about it last week. Apparently, they are going to have some cap space next year. But listen, I hate to tell you that cap space is really not going to fix the entire problem here. So, with that being said, you got some ideas here. You trade, I think they got to trade Russ. They have to. I mean, you have a tough decision on whether you want to. I don't mean, listen, I don't think it's really that tough of a decision if it came down to this. But do you keep P or, or keep Russ? I keep Russ because there's only so many good quarterbacks out there that can carry you like Russ can. And of he course. hasn't played his best this year, of course. But he had the finger injury. And, you know, a lot of people still think it's affecting him. Uh, Brian Greasy last night. Uh, on the on the post game show, said like, listen, I've understood that injury. There's no way that it's it's still not affecting him in some type of way. So even with that, I'm I'm still keeping Russ if I had the choice. But if you're the Seahawks as an organization, right? I trade Russ. You could probably get listen, CJ for a quarterback like that. Patriots best team in the NFL. Don't at me. Listen, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not arguing with you at all. Got to let go of P. I see that over there in the color cast as well. I mean, hey, listen, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad. Um, but if I'm the Seahawks as a franchise, and you got to rebuild because you're three and eight right now, your season's over. Like this is the first time that you can confidently say that their season's over as well. And you trade Russ. What do you think, CJ? I, I'm thinking three first round picks for for, for Russ at least. <coughs> Excuse me. Then. You go over to Bobby Wagner. You say, "Listen, buddy, you're going to get you're going to get, you know, your name in the Ring of Honor, you're going to make the Hall of Fame. We might even retire the number. That's how good you've been for us." But, we got to trade you too. You trade him to a team that, you know, needs a linebacker. That's still competitive. Now, how many, you know, uh picks are you going to get for him? I don't know. I don't think you're getting a first-round pick for a linebacker these days, especially one that's in his elder ages. But, you know, could you see a th- third or fourth i can see that i can see that you know maybe one of those fourth and fourth and sixth type of deals and then you also go over to jamal adams hey listen we're kind of stupid we, we'll admit this we're kind of dumb we gave you a contract shouldn't have but we did unfortunately and then you trade him as well and you get something back for him you reset your entire organization because listen. You know who uh, has their draft pick this year? The Jets. So it's not like the Seahawks can all of a sudden rebuild through the draft. No, 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 no. That would make it too easy for them. So they also have to, you know, move move some people around, try and get picks back because you can't just rebuild your team through free agency. You need young players who are good who are not making a lot of money, so you can then, you know, s- sprinkle in those veteran, you know, good talents that are making a lot of money and. Well, they don't have any young players right now, or good ones, realistically. I mean, they got DK. He's still on his rookie year. Uh, Tyler Locke is making you know, some money, but they're just not good. I think it's time for the reset. Uh, we got even some people in the comments. see we got Josh. Can't comprehend Russ in any other uniform than the Seahawks. Listen, you know, I said the same thing about Mr. Thomas Brady. Uh, as a Jets fan, not mad about the Seahawks struggles. I'm sure that you're not. We got Rams going to flop and then hardest division in the league, too. Big change needed, although I believe you can do it with Russ while others say he has to leave. I only say Russ has to leave because you need to rebuild completely, and that's how you're going to get picks back. So it's interesting, but CJ I rambled on, as I usually do. You know, free few people <laughs> to shut up whenever you, know, you want to. Um, but what do you think?
1: Yeah, for, so for this game specifically – Definitely, definitely should have been a game that Seattle should have won, hands down. Yeah, um, You know, there were definitely times where Washington were, were giving them the game. Heineke turned it over, then Russ turned it right right back over. Well, um, Alex Collins fumbled, actually, right after that, um, yeah. caused the caused big loss and kind of killed the momentum. And then after that, they really, the, the offense was really stagnant from the Seahawks. They weren't able to do too much. They really didn't get it going until that last drive where they was able to score a touchdown and and unfortunately not able to convert the two-point conversion. I agree. I agree with most, most of the things you said. I mean, it just looks like one from a, from a coaching standpoint, I mean, Washington, they were in too high all all game and they really didn't run the ball a lot. And they they didn't run the ball at all from, from Seattle side. I know they lost Chris Carson for the year. I know they've had a, a revolving door of running backs over the last few seasons because of injuries, but, you still gotta. You still have to run the ball. You still have to have that defense respect that aspect of the game. Because if you're just relying on Russell Wilson to drop back 40 times every single time, then you're giving it, you're giving that defensive line uh, indication that you know you just pin your ears back and just go get to that quarterback. You have to be able to t- switch it up. You got to have a counter, and I feel like they didn't really do that. Uh, um, last night. And of course you're going to have two safeties high because Tyler Lockett is a is a deep threat. And in DK, you know, he's, he's a deep threat as well. If he could catch the ball, break a tackle, he, both of those guys could go to the crib. So you have to put two safeties up high. You got to bring that safety down. You only do that by doing the run game. I feel like uh, Shane Waldron, their offensive coordinator did a poor job of doing that last night. Why well, you got to give credit to Washington. Um, they stayed, they battled through, like you said, with Taylor Heineke. I mean, don't you wish, I'm pretty sure the Panthers wish they, they were able to keep him. And maybe Ron Rivera, too. Uh, I feel yeah. like both, both, of those, both of those guys um, had a big impact yesterday defensively for what, what the, the defensive scheme that Rivera called against Seattle. And Heineke just made enough plays. You know, they ran the ball. They like to run the ball. They know their identity, giving it to Antonio uh, Gibson, giving it to J T. J.D. McKissick. He, he got hurt last night. Hopefully he can get back healthy because he brings a different aspect to them in terms of catching the ball out the backfield. And being an offensive weapon where Heineken could check it down and he could kind of do some things once he gets the ball in his hand. So, you know, that was that was a big loss. So if he could come back healthy, that's big for them. McLaurin still making plays. Logan Thomas came back. Looked like he had a touchdown, but the the refs turned it over. Uh, I thought it was it was close. It was close. It looked like he it looked like his hand got underneath and he was able to keep possession, but I understand why they turned it over. And, you know, they didn't want to kick the field goal because they lost their kicker. So I I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was tough, but, you know, they still battled through that two-point conversion. Uh, Fuller was able to make the interception. I know a lot of people, uh, you know, watching the film, quote-unquote, and seeing, you know, DK was open, uh, dragging on the, on the back of the end zone. He could have gave it to DK. He could have ran it. He could have done a multitude of things, but uh just didn't work out that way for, for Seattle. And it's kind of been their season. We know Russell Wilson's been out for a couple games because of the uh, the finger injury. So, he's you know, he's coming back he just came back the last few games and the offense has been extremely stagnant. Um, so I don't, I don't know what's going to happen in, in Seattle. I feel like, you know, Russell Wilson, at, at the Dan Patrick show early in the off season, talked about his frustrations with the team and how he wanted some things to change. I really don't see, I really didn't see anything changing that much. The offensive line still isn't great. Why the wide receiver core is good. is really good. Um, the running game isn't great outside of Russell Wilson running the football, scrambling, making plays with his his feet. And honestly, they haven't drafted too well. They haven't drafted well. Yeah. Really, really outside of DK, you can't really name a guy that they drafted in the last three years or so has really made an impact on his team. <laughs> so things, things... are
0: other things, CJ. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. C- can you explain to me why DK doesn't get the ball? I, I they said it in the, on the broadcast last night as well, and and I have no answers for. It. You know, you see offensive coordinators draw plays for for Devontae Adams. He seems like he's open all the time, and he's the only player on the Packers that's going to get the ball, and he's still open. You know, you saw you see plays drawn up for Hopkins and and you know, scary Terry even on the other side of the on the field. DK got the ball. I think he had one catch. Yeah, yeah uh, one target, uh, believe, one target, one catch. Yeah. No, I I think he had two targets technically because the first one was like three he was in the third quarter and then the one catch was on that last drive, right? I mean, right. Uh, how how are you getting somebody like DK Metcalf two targets? Not two catches, which would have been bad enough, but two targets? Like how was that the offensive game plan? Where does that work?
1: Well, like you said, you, you said you said Matt Lafleur and you said Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, those guys are just better play callers than Shane Waldron um, for the Seattle Seahawks. It's just simple as that. Um, yeah, I don't understand it either why they're not able to scheme up things to get DK open um, because he could he could catch the ball off slants, take it to the crib. He yeah. definitely has that type of ability a as well. Screen? Yeah, screens, things like that. You know, he's kind of like a Julio type build with his size and athleticism. Yeah. So I, I'm not, I'm not sure, man. You know, they brought Shane Waldron in to kind of uh ease some of the tension between Russ in the front office and uh Pete Carroll in the offseason so he could kind of do his own thing, but as it hasn't really worked out well. And you know, we're we're seeing that on the field. And it's and it's and it's playing out that way. So it's three and eight right now, it's 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 looking ugly. You know, at this point, you know, they could probably just play spoiler to some of these other teams. Yeah. Um, no, in terms dark. of in terms of making the in terms of making the playoffs. But in terms of them making the playoffs, definitely definitely don't see that in, in, in their future. When you especially when you look at the 49ers are on the rise, the, the Cardinals should be getting Kyler and, and DeHop back in that yep. division alone. And and then the Rams even though they're the, they're going through a three three game skid, they still have seven games. Um still have seven wins. So it's just I just it's just tough for me to see them uh, be able to, you know, get back and try to try to make a push. And then on, on top of, you know, Russ being hurt as well, and they lost three of those games. So uh, pff, this, the future is looking, it's looking, it's looking different. Yeah, it's looking different, man. Uh, it's it's going to be, it's going to be a tough road for for Seattle fans going forward. Obviously, yeah, I would keep Russell over Pete Carroll any day. I mean, Pete Carroll is yeah. up there, 70 years old. Um, you got to keep Russ, of course. No, no, no question about it. And We'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. I feel like they need more than they need more than just Russ. Clearly, uh, they oh, got to yeah. change the multitude of things. I feel like you got to need you need a new GM.
0: They need their, they need an entire offensive line. Yeah, yeah, uh, every, and, they they, and the, an entire defensive line.
1: One hundred percent. And the question is, is he is he gonna want to stay for that? And right now, it's looking like no. And uh, I, th- I think that there's definitely some questions that, that's going to need to be answered. Here soon in, in Seattle.
0: It's uh it's hard. It is it's definitely difficult. You don't really know what's gonna end up happening, but listen, he won it out last year and they won 12 games. <laughs> so well, yeah, they started good.
1: off hot. Remember, they were eight and zero, and then yeah. they finished off the season what four and five? So or four four and four or something like that. So you know they kind of hit it in the second half of the season, they definitely struggled, and then you saw it in the playoffs as well when they lost to a what John Wolfer. Los Angeles Rams team um, and I believe that game was in Seattle as well and that's when you kind of start to see some of the, the murmurs and mumblings about uh, what's going on in Seattle so
0: it's something to watch I mean because listen we're gonna have we might have some sweepstakes out here at the quarterback position especially if you know nobody's thrilled with how the quarterbacks look in this draft which it seems like not a lot of people are but you know Deshaun Watson's going to be out there once his situations get cleared up. Is If Russ wants to trade, is Aaron Rodgers going to end up staying You know, with the Packers? This is going to be a very, very tumultuous uh, offseason for the quarterback land. Michael swooping into the comments that I miss where Russ might play next year. Hey, listen, if I could pick, if I, oh man, I think if I could pick a place that Russ could play,
1: I say the Saints. That's the best
0: spot I, to me. You know what? Give me. I want to make. I want to make my boy happy here. Why not the Panthers? Tell me, Russ and DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson and you know if McCaffrey could stay on the field for five minutes and uh, <laughs> you know Tuba Hubbard, I, they have a solid defense. I, I, I wouldn't mind the Panthers. I think. I think it could get interesting over there. As we got a, we got some people watching over there on the color cast. We appreciate you all. Spam the hearts, people. We need a we need all those likes possible. We're trying to get to that top of those leaderboards. So if you want to help your help the kids out, feel free. Panthers would be nice. Cleveland get rid of Baker. I like the same. Yeah, yeah, Cleveland.
1: would be good too. You
0: know, I did. I think I mentioned Cleveland on the la- on Gen Z. But hey, I got to keep my options open too. Because you know what. CJ, the perks of having a couple shows is I can just make, you know, a few picks and then one of them has to happen, right? So I look smart <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Panthers showing they are willing to make moves too. Uh, you know what? I wouldn't mind it. Russ on yeah. a nice little uh, read option with McCaffrey week one. <laughs> I'm not defending that. I'm not doing it. Anyway, we move on to the Sunday night game. Uh, another. another can I, is it fair to say that the Monday and Sunday night games are disappointments? I think it is. Uh, We got a 16-10 Ravens win over the Brownies, and uh, this (laughs) this was uh, ugly. You know what's crazy, though, CJ? And I don't don't know what happened. I think my phone stopped working during the game. Uh, It's just crazy because I didn't see any of those, you know, Lamar MVP texts. I didn't see uh, (laughs) any of the Ravens fans going crazy. Like, I, I think my phone got knocked out of certain, you know, somebody must have, you know, knocked the telephone poles out and no cell service. You know what I mean? Crazy. (laughs) But uh, Ravens still end up winning this game despite the four turnovers from Lamar Baker. Couldn't really get anything going uh, over there on the offensive end as well. I believe Nick Chubb only had like eight rushes too. I I thought I saw somebody say something crazy like that. I I have to look up the stats, which I – Probably should have, but you know, we survived. Chubb sold in fantasy. All right, maybe I was right then. But this was this was ugly. And you know, I was a big Browns fan coming in this game, CJ, for obvious reasons that our boys would have been the number one seed in the conference. Uh, but you know, God forbid the ba- the uh the Browns can actually do anything. Eight carries for ten yards for for uh Mr. Nick Chubb. Baker embarrassing the fact he couldn't take advantage of those takeovers. And I think that was the story of the game. I mean, we had the one sequence. What was it, CJ? We had an interception followed by what was it, a fumble, and then another interception, then a punt, then another interception. I mean, it was
1: Yeah, it was it ugly. Was
0: I've it was never ugly seen football. Like
1: it, <laughs> it was very ugly football between both teams. Uh Lamar was, I don't know what Lamar was looking at. I feel like he was force feeding Mark Andrews a little bit too much. His accuracy his accuracy was off. Uh and then Baker, you know, we know he's injured, so we know his accuracy is definitely gonna be chop, choppy. It was it was definitely an ugly type game between both of those, both of those teams.
0: Typical AFC North Divisional game, sloppy. Now uh, yeah. you know what? The craziest <laughs> part about that is you're not wrong. I feel like all of those games are always, you know, punched in the mouth type of football. And uh this was definitely no different, but hey, at the end of the day, Ravens get the win, they are now the number one seed in the conference. I guess you know, coming out of this game, CJ, my main question because you know some overall thoughts on the game. I don't know. It was ugly, right? This is uh this is kind of what we expect, like like the comment just said from divisional games, especially in the north, it seems like uh lots of turnovers, there was nothing pretty. Uh Obviously, the Browns couldn't get the drive at the end of the game, you know, to take the lead, anything like that. So I don't have, you know, anything crazy coming out of this one. Besides the question of how deep can the Ravens go, and and probably, you know, what do the Browns do? I, I'm still, I th- but see the Browns are tough for me, man, because I know we got some angry uh, Browns fans and here. That's right, Dustin. I'm looking at you. He said he's not in. I'm being and I'm a Cleveland fan. I'm entirely sick of people sticking up for him. It's done. And if he's injured, he's sit down. Keenum, Keenum won one in his place. Baker's doing no better. Just let him heal. See, and that's the thing. I don't disagree. Like at this point, do you know what his injury status is going into game? CJ, are you aware of what it is?
1: I think he got the knee, the left shoulder. Uh, I think uh, I think it's has- some ribs too.
0: He has a foot injury, a heel injury, so I'm assuming that's two separate feet because how would you have a foot and heel injury on the same foot? Like, wouldn't it just be foot? Uh, so I'm going to say both feet. Like you said, the ribs, the shoulder, I think his other shoulder, his back, knee. He's listed. He, so I sound like he's an old listed. man out there. <laughs> you, ever, you guys remember the, remember the glass guy from uh, the episode of SpongeBob? You know, every morning he wakes up and he breaks his legs and, you know, All that his skin is made of paper, but with that being (laughs) said, his injury stats going into games is numerous. (laughs) Like, like, you know, they don't even list one for him, it's numerous. So, I know the old adage out there, you know, shout out Derek Jeter, who's you know, hanging to the left of me, shout out fatheads, is you know, if you're out on the field, you're 100%. Well, you know, yeah. You're not 100% if you're Baker.
1: Yeah, that's, that's baseball, man. Football, yeah, that, everybody's that's hurt, baseball. bro.
0: Like, Nobody's 100% yeah, in baseball yeah, the minute yeah, training I, camp starts. Yeah,
1: I don't and buy then, that. But here's,
0: here's my struggle, right? We got the comment Browns need to change that quarterback. Now, I don't know if you mean now or in the future because this is where I struggle. Right now, I say sit Baker, let him heal. Might be the rest of the year. Hey. Maybe he can come back for the playoffs so they can make their Case Keenum, right? But with <laughs> that being said, I'm not ready to move on from Baker. Now, let me also preface this by saying, do I think Baker is ever going to carry you to a Super Bowl on his back? No. No, I don't. I think a lot of things have to be right. I think he's a, a very solid game manager. He understands his tasks. And, you know, he can still make some big throws. We've seen it happen before, right? But – do, do Cleveland fans remember, you know, that guy who used to walk around with the jersey with, you know, the 45 different quarterback names on him? Like, you finally got it right in a way where you're not drafting a quarterback literally every year. And you're like three years removed from that. So I can't sit here and be like immediately, oh, yeah, get rid of Baker, get rid of Baker. Because what happens when you do get rid of Baker? Are you really that confident in your, in your people that you're going to draft another quarterback?
1: Well, it's and, gonna have to be a trade for a guy. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to trade for someone. It can't be. It's right now in the draft. It's, there really isn't anyone that's.
0: Well, that's you know, the thing. They can pick up his fifth year option, without giving right. him a, a big contract extension. Let him play out this year, and then I don't know the quarterbacks coming out of the draft the year after. But uh, you know, we, we we would see. So I don't know. I'm not ready to move on for Baker, and then just for the Ravens. How far can they go? It depends on how far Lamar can drag them (laughs) because that's kind of the situation going on. Obviously, we all know that they still have the most players on IR. You know, they're all beat up. But however far Lamar is going to drag them, that's how far they're going to go. Obviously, this was an awful performance. They still somehow win because it's against the Browns. Um, So, I don't know. Is there a formula to beat the Ravens? You know, you saw Miami do it. You know, the Browns hold them to 16 points. And I don't know. It it really does depend on Lamar because I don't really think, you know, unless he's forcing it to Mark Andrews, do you really believe in Hollywood? Bateman hasn't really done anything crazy so far this year. Watkins hasn't really done anything crazy this year. Uh, They can run the ball. They can run it pretty well, and they can play some defense. So (laughs) we're going to find out. We're going to find out what they can do. But what what do you think about this?
1: Yeah, you stop the Ravens by loading up the box. You have to load up the box against the, the Raven. And you have to be disciplined on the edge. So for those defensive ends, outside linebackers, if you automatically if you just bite uh and just totally commit to on a read option play, commit to the running back, then Lamar could keep it. And we know we know the type of things he could do with his feet, potentially taking it to the crib. So uh, he's that dynamic. So if you just load up the box, Lamar's not really gonna first the ball down the field that much. I mean, their only deep threat is Hollywood Brown, and he—he's kind of really—he's been inconsistent this year. He's it's had his butterfingers yeah, himself. Yeah, he's definitely had some drops here um, throughout the season. Mark Andrews, he, you know, he can—he can be a deep threat at times, but he's still more of a guy that you know catch the ball underneath, can break a tackle, then then get the yak. But yeah, it's definitely been ugly, like you said. If you know, if Lamar's not on, and I, you know, we've been saying this over the last few weeks, if Lamar's not on, then it's it's definitely. It's definitely could be a game that any team could win. Definitely. If you if you force him in the pocket, make him be a passer um, just the, the entire time. If you make him be a passer the entire time and where he's not able to use his legs as well, you got to have a good shot to win. you got to keep him in the pocket, man. You can't let him roll out and use his feet as well because then it becomes, it becomes scary. And that's what Miami did. That's what Cleveland did, honestly, is just Cleveland didn't have the offense to respond. I mean, because you get four turnovers – on the road and you only put up 10 points for as an offense that's that's just unacceptable you know i feel like cleveland's defense definitely stepped up um they were able to make plays but unfortunately cleveland's offense wasn't wasn't able to do so and it's kind of the same thing (laughs) it's for against when you go up against the browns you got to stop the run stop nick chubb stop kareem hunt and they they loaded up the box and you got to make baker beat you and baker obviously has been struggling these last these last i'd say Outside of the the cleat, well, actually, he didn't really didn't even play great in the Bengal game. You know, it was more more of Chubb and Hunt really going off. He he struggled. Oh yeah, really. And I saw Dustin saying, you know, it's time to move on. If you know, if the if the right if the right trade and the right move is there, you definitely have to make that move and and uh, and try to get a quarterback. If not, yeah, you could definitely pick up the fifth year option and still and you know run it back one more time when he's healthy and hopefully you know at, if he's healthy. He could change some things. I do think they need a wide receiver, shockingly enough. Uh, yeah, just let <laughs> yeah. go, they just let go of Odell, but I do feel like they need a, another outside threat because Jarvis is more of a guy in the slot and, and, and you know works in the slot and it makes the tough catches and third down and things like that. They need a guy that could take the top off the defense um, that doesn't have the type of aura and mystique around him like Odell did <laughs> um, over, the, over the last two seasons when he was in Cleveland. Um, they 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 need definitely they definitely need that especially when you're a run oriented team and you want to do play action off the run you need a deep threat. Tight ends have been okay, and uh, they got they have three guys and they haven't really been yeah. that productive. You know they have Najoku, Bryant and and uh, and Austin Hooper. So, you know they've been alright. You know they haven't been world beaters as a collective. So and of course that Baker has a lot to do with that. So I, I agree with you. You know push come to shove, if a trade's not there in the offseason, you can run it back. And if you don't trust them after that year, you could tag them. You know, we saw cousins get tagged, We saw Dak get tagged two years in a row and before he got the bag. So it's you know, that that option is definitely on the table. See some guys requesting the mic. You wanna
0: see here's the problem with requesting the mic, right? I would love it, would. But we're we're out with the streamer, nobody the people are gonna be able to hear him. You know, I mean I could actually no, I can't, because if I talk, then you know, I can't, you know, hold up to the mic and all that. You know, it's hard out here. Uh, okay. I
1: see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's that's gonna be something that hopefully down the road we could uh down the fixed. road
0: we're gonna fix that people. But don't worry, you share your thoughts in the comments. We're got you. We'll will be will be your voice for Dustin, well, I mean, right
1: if, if anybody wants to pull up, you know, we could send the link to you guys Best. and then you, you can then in. you could join this the color cast.
0: If you come into the stream yard, then we can throw you in the color cast as well so all of our audiences can hear it. Right, yes, yeah.
1: that'll be that'll be the best option. If you guys want to pull up, give your thoughts.
0: That is what we're here for. Is that all you got for that game, CJ? Yeah,
1: yeah, really ugly game from both teams yeah. and uh, Cleveland. You know, Justin Tucker is that guy, man. He's able to you know <laughs> get get you know hit those kicks, and that's why he's that's why he's the best in the
0: league. Yeah, you know, he's almost as good mm-hmm. as uh, Nick Folk. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but got with Nick, that, man. You used to that? hate him.
1: Used to hate him. He was on the Jets, and now it's it's all love. It's crazy, crazy how things work out.
0: Only reason I did that because it actually gave you the option I wanted to explore that. Yeah, yeah, Dustin. You know, the hot seat is a good thing if we weren't on the stream yard as well. But hey, we gotta give all the audiences out here. We're CJ, we're uh we're multifaceted out here.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. You know Thank you mean? for the people that's watching on color well, that's listening on color cast for mm-hmm. sure. Thank you for the feedback Fast. on YouTube, Facebook as well. If you're on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe, hit that notification hey, bell. Listen.
0: Also, make sure you go on you know apple spotify wherever you are hit up the podcast as well people you know if you ever miss anything you want to go back see if we talked about it because i'm sure we did because we're fantastic uh go over go type in the hard count leave a nice review leave you know five stars a nice little comment about why we're great you know it's most appreciated (laughs) cj won't be the uh won't be the obnoxious one. So don't worry, CJ. I got it. I got it. Don't you worry. Next up, we got the Vikings at the 49ers, a big game. We talked about this uh, last week, you know, the top 10 quarterback of Kirk Cousins uh, debate that we had last week. Uh, So this was a top 10 game, of course, but we kind of talked about how this was, you know, going to determine a lot of the playoff seeding, and this might be an elimination game for somebody, kirk cousins lol well, hey you know what you don't gotta tell me not a Kirk <laughs> guy not a kirk guy yeah. uh so yeah 49ers beat the vikings obviously improved their playoff spot i assume since the uh since washington they're in as well what are they the five seed or six seed because the set, the six the five seed would still be the rams i'm sure uh Actually, so the 49ers yeah would be in the playoffs as well. I would imagine Yeah,
1: the 49ers are the sixth seed right now okay. and uh, Minnesota's 7.
0: Ooh. Okay. Oh, so Washington's not in.
1: Uh this might have this this graphic I have here might have been before uh Tuesday. I mean okay. Monday night might possibly.
0: See so we got Ken Washington Football keep the seventh seed. Hey, you know what? They keep playing the way they're playing, they can. Because if you notice, and I forgot to say this when we were talking about the Washington game, the defense all of a sudden starting to play. I know they lost Chase Young, so that hurt. But I think the last few games that they've, uh, I think they're averaging like 18 points given up. So they've definitely turned it around to, you know, (laughs) the beginning of the season where I think they were giving up 28 points a game. It was looking very, very ugly. But back to the game at hand 49ers, Vikings, 49ers with the 34 26 victory. Obviously, like we just said, catapults them into the playoffs and uh you know i think the story out of this is is just that the 49ers got their identity back you know they've i think they've kind of understood how they're gonna win games and that's gonna be by running the football and uh letting jimmy be the game manager that he kind of is so elijah mitchell i believe had 100 yards over 100 yards something like that so that's what they're gonna have to do to win games you have to run the football. If you're the 49ers, I don't think they're going to win a bunch of games with, you know, Jimmy G throwing the ball 40, 35, even 30 times, you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to establish run. Then they have to play defense and you know, the, the defense is kind of what carried them, you know, to that Super Bowl back in the day. What was that? Two years ago. seems guys, that seemed like forever ago, Um, but they got the stops when they needed it. Obviously the Vikings, Oh, Perry says no. Washington doesn't make it. Hey, you know, a typical mm. cowboy fan doesn't want anybody else from that division to be successful. <laughs> you? Bad no, surprise. no surprise. No surprise. No surprise from Perry at all. <laughs> Not a surprise. I can't wait to get that cowboy game. Now. Um, but yeah, Vikings tried to make the comeback. They couldn't do it. Uh, he said, "He said I'm down." Just saying, I don't think. Mm-hmm. That's all right, all right, Perry. Whatever. Listen, if that's gonna help you rest your rest your head at night better, <laughs> go ahead. It's fine. You know. Um uh, CZ, what'd you take away from this game? Your thoughts on it?
1: Debo Samuel. <laughs> that, guy, <laughs> yeah. that guy is electric, man. Uh, you know, gotta give a lot of credit to Kyle Shanahan using him in a multitude of ways, not just having him stand out as a wideout, having him come out the backfield. Unfortunately, he got hurt with the groin injury uh, during that game. So that's gonna be a big that's that's gonna be a big loss for them in these next few games. I think they play Seattle next week, so We'll see if they're able to uh, get, get that W with, with missing a weapon like that out there. He's He's been dynamic for them. You know, when he's catching the ball um, as a wide receiver, you know, he's probably one of the top guys in, in yards after catch 100%. And, and out the backfield, he, he's a weapon too, you know, getting a multitude of touchdowns, running behind that offensive line. Trent Williams, the best left tackle in the NFL, hands down. And, you know, that those guys just move, move people. You know, that's what they want to do. They want to be physical at the point of attack. And Elijah Mitchell, rookie that they found in what the fifth, sixth round. Yeah, it's just, it's just he's he's had a phenomenal he's having a phenomenal season as well. When he's healthy, he's out there, he's playing well. Uh, It's you know, it's they're definitely hitting on all strides right now. The defense looks you know looks solid. You know they you know they played solid, but you know Minnesota they have a high powered offense, so you're not going to be able to you know stop them all the time. Uh, They have you know two number one wide receivers, and then they have a you know excellent running back in. And Dalvin Cook, hopefully he could get healthy as well with the dislocated shoulder that he uh, he suffered on Sunday. But it was a big win. You know, we talked about this game prior to uh, – we talked about this game on last, last episode and how, how it could potentially play out in terms of by the end of the season and playoff seedings, whether or not either one of these teams can make it. And the 49ers, they did their job. You know, they ran, like I said, they ran the football, keep time of possession. I think that, that interception that that the 49ers got uh, backed up, <laughs> You know, in uh, Minnesota's territory was huge. Kirk Cousins just—I don't—I don't know if he didn't see the linebacker or he just, you know, tried to look him off or something like that. But he had their interception and they were able to score the touchdown off of that. That ended up being the difference in the game, um, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, just credit to Kyle Shanahan. You know, last, earlier, like first, first half of the season, sort of the second half of the season, you know, people were starting to call for his job and things like that. And I just think these guys started to get healthy. Got to give credit to Jimmy Garoppolo as well. Just you know, just not turning the ball. He had he had an interception early, but outside of that, he definitely kept it kept it conservative, not turning the ball over, being smart with the basketball, and that's what you want. That's what you want to do, man. And um, got to give them a lot of credit. Got to give them a lot of credit so far. We'll see if they're able to continue to get
0: some Ws and, and get into the dance. My oh, man CJ so locked into the nick game. He said taking care of the basketball. It's okay. It's okay. Bro, no, they're, yeah. they're they're killing me, man. It's...
1: <laughs> Scott, Scott Randall, bro. It's, it's a different cut.
0: Listen, it might be a football show, but CJ got to stay locked into everything. You know, this is a busy man, too, with his, you know, you got a basketball pod, you got another pod dropping soon. So, yeah, you know, CJ's That's locked right. in everything. I'm not the only one working overtime over here. Got to show love to the kid. But, yeah, like <laughs> you said, you know, Elijah Mitchell, 27 carries, 27. 133 yards of touchdown Debo Samuel had six carries 66 yards two touchdowns uh the, i mean it's crazy what they've done with Debo like he's a wide receiver who they've made into a running back he had one catch for 12 yards he he rushed the ball more than he had catches and that usually doesn't make sense for a uh for a wide receiver but listen it's working and you know what they say if it ain't broke don't fix it and they certainly should not uh and then that's the other thing like i said jimmy threw the ball 26 times 17 to 26 that's what you want out of him there's there's not much of a of a world where you should have jimmy g throwing the ball 30 40 times so it's that's that's a situation that they have to have and you know, I think if the 49ers keep playing like this, they're obviously, you know, going to make the playoffs. And then when you get into the playoffs, like everybody loves the passing game. And we say this all the time because it's the fancier one. It's more fun to look at, blah, 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 blah. If you can run the ball, you can control a lot of things. You can control yeah, yeah. the clock. You make sure the other team's offense isn't on the field. You wear down the defense. I mean, it it gets hefty. It does. And the 49ers can obviously run the ball. And if they can keep it that way and make sure Jimmy doesn't make the mistakes, uh, why not? I mean, do I think that they're a Super Bowl team? No, but can they cause some problems? Absolutely. I absolutely do think that they can. And You know, just just about this. Let's see. We got, I think, 49ers and Vikings get the last two wild card spots. Not sure if Washington finishes out. Uh So, hey, we're going to find out. Uh, you know, this is – this is a weird NFL season. Don't you feel feel that way CJ? That you know we kind of feel like there's not that one, you know, super team that we just kind of know is going somewhere. Like even even we'll get into this next game. We'll, we'll transition right into that. Packers win 36-28 over the Rams. Uh and even with the Packers, listen, I know they're 9 and 3. I still don't love them. I don't mm. know why. I'm not I'm just not like, I don't know if it's, if it's uh, the bias of, of them never, you know, making it all the way. Packers might be the best team in football. Rams are skidding. That is true. They're on three game losing streak right now, but with the Packers, I just don't know. Like I should be more impressed with them. And I am, don't get me wrong. I am, you know, they're missing a lot of people and they're still out there winning games against some good teams. They, you know, we're missing half of their team literally uh, against the Cardinals went into their went into Arizona and won. I know they played the Rams at home, but still, you know, you gotta win games. And they, they end up beating the Rams, like I said, in this one 36-28. So I should be more impressed with them. They still make me a little nervous though. I don't know what it is. I feel like it's the fact that uh I feel like they're gonna go to the Super Bowl every year and then they don't, you know, I blame Matt for that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I say I blame Matt because he always tells me that the Packers are going to choke. I mean, what kind of fan is saying his own team is going to choke? Unbelievable Why, jeez, Come on, bro. What are you doing out here? But for the Packers, Rodgers, another unbelievable game, 28-45, 307, two touchdowns. Uh, A.J. Dillon taking over a little bit for Aaron Jones, who was coming off that injury, 20 for 69. Uh, Aaron Jones did play in this game, though, 10 for 23. And then Rodgers, you know, bad toe and all had a nice rushing touchdown, you know? Why not? And then Devontae Adams does what Devontae Adams does and what DK Metcalf apparently can't do is uh, <laughs> he went it's levels he It's levels, it's levels, man. You there? <laughs> yes, there is. Eight catches, 104 yards. Randall Cobb turned the clock back to, you know, about 2012. Uh, four catches, 95 yards, a touchdown. Even uh, Scantling got in on the love, 50 yards receiving. And then you go over to the Rams, Stafford. Yeah, twenty-one to thirty-eight, three hundred two, three touchdowns. But can you believe that he's telling a pick six in what is it, three or four consecutive games? Like I don't even know how you possibly do that. Like I, like I actually don't know how you end up doing that. Um, and then here's another thing too, right? Everybody thinks that the Rams are this big passing team. As you know, some wild on the bike, okay. CJ, I hear that, or the or you know, nice little uh, you got to rev the car engine because that makes people cool, you know. That um, <laughs> Daryl Henderson 16 carries, 55 yards, so there wasn't much to do in the run game, uh, there really wasn't, and I think that's what the Rams are built on, even though a lot of people don't think that they are. And they couldn't get it going that great, obviously. That's 3.4 yards a carry, Sony Michelle had three for 14 uh cooper cup had a nice game of course because well it's cooper cup and he can do anything apparently um seven catches 96 yards van jefferson three for 93 and then hey we had an odell sighting five for 81 a touchdown and here's the big thing too we obviously didn't see much of him in their last game because you're still getting used to the offense cj he had 10 targets 10 targets for odell so obviously they worked on some things during that bye week They still don't get the dub, and you know, almost getting a little bit concerning. Almost, I'm almost there. I'm not ready yet because they lost to the Packers. So listen, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and act like they should have blown them out or it's or it's you know not significant. But you know, three game slide this late into the season where you know you should be gelled at this moment or gelling. A little concerned. I'm not. I'm not pressing the panic button, but I'm getting there. I'm, I'm hovering, you know, I'm helicopter mommy right now. You feel me? What do you think?
1: Yeah, I have, I have some concerns. They're just not a physical football team right now. Look at when they went to the Super Bowl. They were very physical. Look at Todd Gurley uh, at the point of attack, uh, being such a, a dominant, dominant force, them able to run the football and, and really put pressure on teams. Now, they they they're really relying so much on Stafford. I know they lost Cam Akers. Shout out Evan Fournier. They they they're relying too much on Stafford right now, and and you just can't do that, especially in that division, especially in that conference. I think one of the reasons why you look at Washington, why they've been able to have success as of late, is because of their ability to run the ball, keep time of possession, and keep like you said, keep keep the ball away from these high-powered offenses. And that's going to be a good formula for success um, in the playoffs, and and the Rams really don't have that right now. Uh, Cam Akers was out, fortunately, with the Achilles injury out for the season. They got Henderson. They they traded for Michelle. That really hasn't clicked that well. Neither of those guys have really made big splashes. Have had really significant games throughout the season, and everything's really on Stafford to to make all the plays. Uh, McVay they need they need to get back to the running game because again, yeah. you know, I've been saying this for I think t- teams are really just to stop in these high powered offenses they're just going to play they're just going to play cover 2 show the whole time they're not going to let you beat beat you over, uh, over the top these defensive coordinators and these defensive players they're not going to let you get the big make the big play they you're going to have to be able to run the ball and and be conservative and a lot of these offenses aren't disciplined to do that certain do that do that thing so I, I, they're they're trending. They're not they're not trending in the, in, in the right direction, man. Uh, it's definitely been tough for them. We'll see if they're able to bounce back. Like I said, they have seven wins, so you know they kind of started off well, so that that that'll help them. But if they're not able to est- establish some type of running game, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for them in the playoffs because you can't just put everything on Stafford. Like you said, Odell had a really good game. You know they're really playing catch up. And because they were down by so much, they had to pick six, and you know it was really it was about to get really ugly. I don't even think the score really tells the type of game that this that it was because obviously if the Green Bay they're gonna you know play prevent defense late, and you know you get your you get your little ticky tack garbage points here and there at the end of the
0: game, or you know <laughs> so. your dash points as I like to call them.
1: Right. <clears throat> that's oh, a, well, that's a, ask-
0: that's a shout out to uh, Perry, by the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely it was tough. It was uh, it's been, it's been tough for Los Angeles so far. And then on the Green Bay side, I mean, uh, someone commented on the color cast chat. Feel like they're one of the best teams in basketball. I, I would have to, I would, I mean, basketball and football. I would have to agree with that. <laughs> in the NFL, man, they've they've been playing well. You talked about that that win on Thursday night against Arizona, and how they were able to clutch that one out despite missing a lot of their guys, especially on the defensive side, not having Cesare Des- Des- Smith. Jair Alexander as well. Uh, Aaron Rodgers playing at an MVP level right now. You, you have to put him at yeah. at the MVP um, at the top of the MVP discussion right now. You have to. Uh, like for some reason, I don't know why they're not doubling Devonte Adams, but you also got to give a lot of credit to Matt LaFleur and scheming him open, putting him putting him in, putting him in different spots so he's able to get open. Yeah, his chemistry with with Rodgers is, is unmatched. It's unmatched, man. It's it's looking great right now. They're heading their stride. They're they're also they're also being physical. And that's the thing I like about Matt Lafleur. He knows he has guys like Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, but he he also stays to the run. He commits to the run. AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones just came back. He he makes sure he runs the ball to keep the defense honest. And if you're able to do that, then you're gonna have then you then you're able to do those certain things. And yeah, that's tough. And you're and i was you're i was different.
0: waiting for the next reaction See, cable over here i got i got the cable shout out to the parents by the way uh so i knew what happened i was waiting for the i was waiting for the groan what's going on ethan
1: but yeah uh it's, it's gonna be they they've they continued to continue to play well the defense once they get those guys back darius so smith jair alexander it's, it's, they're going to be scary. And I know, listen, um, you know, we talked about the last two seasons where they're in the NFC conference championship game, any, anything can happen. Anything can happen in this, in this, uh, in this playoffs, you know, the, the, the bucks definitely look beatable. It definitely yeah. looked beatable, they look unstoppable. Like, you know, a lot of people may have thought that it, in the beginning of the season, some people had them going undefeated and things like that. They definitely look like a team that can be beat. Uh, they don't look, un, they don't look unstoppable. So, uh, I think the Packers are going to have a shot. They Rogers is right there in the MVP discussion again. He won it last year, you know, broken toe and all. He's playing at a high level. Whatever you, however you feel about him on off the football type topics, that's just sure what it Rex is. Ryan,
0: I'm sure Rex Ryan got a remedy for him. You know
1: what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. That's that's a that's a different type of guy, but. uh <laughs> Uh, the, the, again, Green Bay's playing great football right now, and you got to give them a lot of credit. you got to give Matt LaFleur a lot of credit, too. I mean, I'm, everybody's just looking at the, the two conference championship games. That's not easy to do. Your first two years as an NFL head coach, go to the NFC conference championship game, you win, what, 30-something games um, in your first three seasons. Uh, 35 games. 30, what, is, what is he, like 35 and, and uh, I think nine, something like that? That's, it that's elite, yeah. That's elite, bro. That's elite, man. You got to give them, I know they have Aaron Rodgers, but when Mike McCarthy was there, his last few seasons, yeah, they were winning games, but it didn't look like this. So, got to give them a lot of credit, and Joe Barry as well with that defense. They've been playing solid and and definitely creating turnovers and and getting getting to the quarterback.
0: <sighs> we'll see. Like I said, I don't know why the Packers still scare me. I you know what? Like I said, I'm I'm blaming cheese. I'm blaming Wise Cheese because. uh He's the one that always tells me the Packers are going to choke in the playoffs. So, you know, now it's in my head. See the the the, the Packer fan of USN has maybe not believing the Packers. Unbelievable, Matt. Uh Packers look like the best team this week, and and for sure. And right now, but as we've seen the season, it doesn't mean that they will be the number one by the end of the season. <laughs> you know what? That's an excellent point right there. See? Because every time we're ready to crown a team, right when they disappoint us. And I feel like we haven't crowned the Packers yet because we're still waiting to see what the Cardinals do because, you know, they didn't have Murray or Hopkins these last, you know, three weeks. So we haven't crowned the Packers, but I think we crowned them this week, which you know means they're losing, right? You know that means they're going to lose this week. I don't know who they're playing. I still might pick against them. It could be the Lions for all I know. You never know. Jared Goff, Jared Goff cooking up 450 and three touchdowns. I feel it in my bones. No, I'm kidding. So I would, listen, listen. I might be crazy, but I would yeah, never I say know, something like he that. You can't even do that in Madden, bro. Trust <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Y'all listen, by the way, anybody out there ever need smoke on Madden? You don't want you don't even want to see me, bro. The user <laughs> is unbel the user is unbelievable. It's 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 sickening how good my user is. But we move on. Broncos, <laughs> yeah. chargers, broncos get the dub here. Uh, and you know, this is this was a big old breakout game that it was for Mr. Patrick Certain second, I believe. So, two interceptions in this game. He also had a pick six, so shout out to him, Herbert. 303 two touchdowns, two interceptions, 28 to 44. So, definitely not great on the completion side or a completion side of it. Uh, track game at his finest with the Broncos. Great show, fellas. We appreciate the love. Of course, and uh, that, yeah, this man. is you. this this was a trap game. It was. I, I I should have known, but I just I just don't uh you know pay attention to these type of things, and I think I found the problem right here. I'm, I'm I found the problem, right here, with the charges. Right, you can't have Justin Herbert being your leading rusher. You can't do it. Austin Eckler had 12 carries. For 31 yards, that's 2.6 yards per carry. Looking like Saquon Barkley out there with those type of numbers, so that's uh that's definitely not what you want, not what you want out of your running <laughs> so stay it's throwing
1: shots team. at Saquon.
0: <laughs> Saquon, top tier mid, not even top tier.
1: Top tier mid,
0: <laughs> like he's
1: like oh, you on. know how
0: there's like the top one percent, like. He's the top 30%, but he is the 30. And everybody else is like 30.1, you know what I mean? (laughs) Top tier mid. Keenan Allen, 7 for 85. Austin Eckler, 6 for 68. Damn, maybe I shouldn't have said Saquon because Saquon doesn't even do that. Uh, 6 for 68, Mike Williams, 4 for 39. And then you go over to the Broncos side of things. Mr. Teddy Bridgewater, 11 for 18, 129 yards, a, a touchdown. But I believe, if I'm not wrong here, that Teddy got hurt in this game, which is why Drew Locke came in. I don't know how bad it is. So I don't want to speculate. I gotta, I gotta look at that. Uh Melvin Gordon 17.
1: Yeah, 30, he came 80, he 30. came back
0: in the game. He came back he in the did? game. So
1: okay. yeah, yeah. So hopefully he was like, no, like, nah, I can't let Drew Locke come in. Here, you feel me? Yeah, like, no. This clip for that. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to get some bread next season.
0: Javante needs to be unchained. Let Melvin Gordon. Like, I was go, Melvin Gordon, let that dude be the bell cow. Broncos are the most up and down team. There's a lot of up and down teams. That's why Chargers are on one of them. <laughs> yeah, the Chargers <laughs> are one of them. I hate I can't do them. it. I can't decide who I think is good besides our boys, but we'll get to our game <laughs> coming up soon. Uh, but yeah, you know, I don't disagree with Javante Williams needing to be let loose. I mean, he had three catches, 57 yards, 14 uh, carries, 54 yards. So, hey, he's obviously doing something. Um, I don't take much out of this game. I don't. Uh, I think it was just a bad performance on the Chargers side of things, only scoring 13 points. with That offense is not what you want, obviously. And then they, you just don't get stops in the fourth quarter because you look at you know the box score here. It was 14-7 at halftime. Nobody scores in the third quarter. And then the Broncos score 14 in the fourth. And the Chargers only score six. So that's where the game got away from them. But I don't take too much out of it. I think both of these teams are very up and down. I don't know where either one of them are really going to finish, so I, I just don't know. CJ, be the smart one here. Take it away from me. I'm begging you because I don't know.
1: I mean, you, you obviously probably trust the Chargers. <laughs> you got to probably trust the Chargers more because of the quarterback. But uh, they've, like you said, they've been very inconsistent. I think their their loss. And the Eagles lost. Definitely the most disappointing losses of the week, hands down. Uh just looking at where you know, <clears throat> Yeah, you could throw the you could throw the Cowboys in there too. That was
0: a nasty call a lot of, right there, you know.
1: <laughs> you could throw the Cowboys in there too, but I feel like the Eagles and the and the Chargers a little bit more. Uh just, just simply it's definitely the Eagles, but definitely the Chargers for the fact that you know, you had the big win against Pittsburgh on Sunday night last week, and you were able to come back, make a big play. You know, sometimes for those type of wins, you you know, that can that rally a team, especially later yeah. in the season. And divisional matchup, you're going to Denver, high altitude. It's not an easy place to play at all. And they, the big fans, you know, got to give them a lot of credit. That defense answered the call, stopping Herbert, uh, making things difficult for him in the pocket. It wasn't The offense really wasn't able to do a lot of things throughout the game. Like you said, PS two Patrick Sertain the second was able to get some turnovers. Took one to the crib for seventy yards. He's he's lethal. He's dynamic. Uh, I know a lot of I know a lot of I saw a lot of Bronco fans thinking about you know maybe they made the wrong pick at nine. Maybe they should have went quarterback something like that. But uh, you know he's looking he's definitely looking like a guy that's that's going to be a uh, a marquee guy cornerback in the league for a long time. Um, his ball skills is exceptional uh, just for a rookie, and he's challenging him and Micah Parsons. So be both of those guys are. I, Got to put them neck and neck for a defensive rookie of the year right now. Definitely a nice race between those two young players. And if they're able to run the ball with, with Javante Williams, um, like that was said in the chat, and Melvin Gordon as well, could, could still be a factor. And then Teddy, just simplify the game, man. Don't turn the ball over. Play smart football. Give it to those those weapons that you have on the outside. And let them do all the work. They're going to be in games when, when Teddy's turning the ball over, doing too much, trying to make too many plays, and and getting out of his element. That could lead to turnovers, and that could that could put you in a position to lose. And I think um, on Sunday they didn't do those things, and that's they, they, what they were able to come out and get the W. And of course, it's a divisional game, so you know it's always going to be close. It really doesn't matter what the records are when you when it's a divisional game. You want to make sure you get that dub. Uh, because it just you know it's, you, you get up for those games because you know it's, it's it's very important regardless of what the record is for either
0: team. It's it's disappointing. I expect more from the Chargers. I had them making the playoffs and they're still in it technically. I think they're the seventh seed right now. So uh, I could still look smart. I could still look smart. CJ, listen, I love football. Big fan of it. Obviously, we have a football show. But uh, <laughs> Falcons and Jags, and I'm, I'm not interested. You have any thoughts on it? I'm I'm not interested. I didn't watch a single moment of I'll be I'll be candid with the audience. Not even a play that I see from this game.
1: Yeah, I saw a little bit of the highlights. Uh Cordo Patterson, man. Uh he's gonna uh, all I could say for about this game really is he's he's gonna get paid uh this offseason coming up. I don't know if it's gonna be with the Falcons or maybe with another team, but um you know, everybody everybody's talking about Debo Samuel and how he's his ability out the backfield. I, I mean, see. He's got, oh, course, this guy's Patterson's been doing g. Yeah, exactly. He's the OG. I mean, he's, he's been doing it since uh, the Vikings days Raiders Patriots I mean, he was with us. So uh, he's, he's a dynamic weapon on the, on, on the outside offensively, and he's definitely going to get, going to get paid for sure. Uh, outside of that, the only thing I'll say about the Jaguars is I, I, I just don't know if uh, getting, bringing in a rookie head coach for a rookie quarterback was the best move uh, because you, you, you it'd probably be smart to bring a guy in that's established knows how to to develop quarterbacks. And you look at urban Myers track record, he's really not that great of developing quarterbacks. I mean, outside of Alex Smith, it's been, you know, JT Barrett, Cardell Jones, Ooh. Tebow, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it hasn't been, it hasn't been a lot of household names that have really transitioned um, into the NFL and have had a multitude of, of success. So I, uh, I don't know man i don't know how long that's going to work out obviously you know this year he's gonna he's gonna get the, the rebuilding pass first year of course um and then next year they're gonna have to they're gonna have to start winning some games man mm-hmm. definitely gonna have to start winning some games and and showing some type of fight and showing some type of competition in in, in that division and honestly yeah. i feel the same way for the jets as well with salah and, and zach wilson i mean just you know, you're in a rookie head coach with your rookie quarterback to start the franchise.
0: And for the I Jets, a rookie, a rookie offensive rookie, coordinator. Rookie exactly
1: rookie offensive coordinator. It's just everything's so fresh and 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 I don't I don't know if that was the, the best formula for success for a young guy entering the league, but we'll see how it plays out for both of those teams and both of those quarterbacks.
0: Well, I know how it's gonna play out for one quarterback, well at least I hope. As we go to the Steelers and the Bengals, now I said this yesterday because we had a question. Oh, should Big Ben retire? Let me tell you something. (laughs) If Big Ben doesn't retire, they got an old yeller, that man. You know what I mean? They got to take him behind the barn and be like, (laughs) listen, bro, I'm sorry. But if you don't give us the uniform, listen, you can't can't do it anymore. 24-41, 263, a touchdown, two interceptions. That pick six. I don't even know what he's looking at. The cornerback the ran the route for the wide receiver. So well, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, he got Claypool murdered on a throw over the middle. It, there was just not – it just wasn't a fun game to watch. I wish Alex was in here so we could make fun of him for being a Steelers fan. But, uh, yeah, Big Ben got to go. Uh, the man is as mobile as me. Yeah. Uh, he can't make throws anymore. He has no type of arm. And listen, we talk about wasting you know careers all the time and stuff. It might be his first season, but they're already wasting Najee Harris, bro. Already doing. I don't even know how that's possible. Eight carries, twenty three yards. So he couldn't get anything going. Deontay Johnson had a good game. Probably the only person on the field for the Steelers that did. Eh, I guess you give it to Claypool too. But Johnson had nine for ninety five. Claypool three for eighty two. Other than that, the Steelers terrible. And I mean you give up 41 points to the Bengals as well. That steel curtain's looking more and more like a you know flannel or something like that. And then you got Joe Burrow on the other side of the field, 20 for 24, 190 yards, a touchdown interception. And then listen, another big game for Mr. Joseph Mixon over there. 28 carries. 28 carries. That's that's no light work. 165 yards, the two touchdowns. Uh, T Higgins, Moss and people out here, six catches, 114 yards, a touchdown. And, you know, the rest of the receivers didn't really do much. The next closest person was Jamar Chase, three for 39. So it was all about T Higgins and and Joe Mixon in this one. They put up 41 points and uh, it was just an ugly game. It was it was definitely not a good game to watch. I I had hope because, you know, like we said, AFC North rivalry game. I'm having big hopes for this game. About
1: five minutes in, I knew it was over. Yeah. Like you said, 28 rushes for Joe Mixon. That's their identity. Their identity is running the football. They want to be a physical football team. And then, you know, Burrow and those guys, Higgins and Chase, that they have on the outside and use those guys off the play action and take, take the top off the defense. But that's what they want to do. They want to run the football. Zach Taylor came from the Rams uh, back when they had uh, – Todd Gurley, when they went to the Super Bowl, you know, being physical at the point of attack, you gotta, you know, make sure that offensive line is intact. That offensive line is strong and physical. And right now, you know, they're they're playing that way. You look at Joe Mixon the last few games; he's been playing exceptional, looking like a top five running back. Got to put him in the top five right now, hands down. You know, he's been playing at a high level. Especially, he's able to continue this and and get the Bengals to the playoffs. Got to give him a lot of credit. Uh, Joe Burrow's, you know, it's been solid, been accurate, kind of cut down the turnovers a little bit. You know, we had a yes, yeah, you struggled a little bit in the middle of the season, kind of in the beginning of the season with those interceptions against Chicago and things like that. I think they're just settling, settling down a little bit, understanding that our identity is running the football. And then Joe, just be accurate, um, give it to your guys, let them make the plays. And then the defense too. Got to give Bengals defense a lot of credit. Yeah, like they get Jesse Bates, they don't have a lot of household names. But, you know, they collectively, they've been, they've been playing excellent so far this season, seven and four. They're kind of hot and cold, too. They kind of yeah. have moments where they look great. And then there's other moments where they look like, you know, what's going on. But I think as of late, they're, you know, really starting to understand what they need to do to get to the dance. And I think I think it's been going well for them. I got to give them a lot of credit. Got to give Zach Taylor a lot of credit um, as well. And then for the Steelers, yeah, it's just, you know, we're just it's the end of Big Ben. No, 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 no doubt about it. Uh, it was a good run. What was, what was it, you know, 17, 18 seasons, almost 40 years old. It's time to transition. That's it. And and now it's just, it's going to come down to
0: football. Be the goat turkey bowl quarterback.
1: <laughs> it's going to, yeah, it's going to come down to, it's going to come down to who who they get at quarterback. That's going to be key. When you look at guys, Garoppolo, I saw a report a couple of days ago that the 49ers are looking to trade Garoppolo and, and give the keys to Trey Lance next off season. That could be a night, nice, that could be a good fit. We talked about Russell Wilson. We talked about Deshaun. So uh, that's that's. I, I think I, I think Rodgers would be crazy to leave leave the Packers, bro. I Thanks. mean it's it's a easy it's a easy easy divisional title every year. There's True. not a there's not a threat at quarterback outside. He's the only threat at quarterback in the division. He's the best quarterback in that division, hands down. <laughs> uh, they have the best wide receiver in that division. Well, you could say. I mean, well, I'll say yeah, I say Devontae Adams still. Yeah, still Jefferson's on the roster. Yeah, yeah, hands down. Yeah, still go, still go Adams. Uh, running backs, they got a nice, they look like they have a nice one-two punch now. If Jones and Dylan are able to, you know, do some things, he'd be crazy to leave. But uh, yeah, those other guys, Garoppolo, Watson, Wilson, you know, Steelers, that's that's a that's a good place. That's a good place to go to Mike Tomlin, one of the best head coaches in, in the league. The defense, this game, was, was putrid, man. I, I don't know what happened. They got they got Fitzpatrick back. They got T.J. Watt back. I thought the game would be a little bit closer, but uh, they really got hit in the mouth, and it's 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 ugly, man. They really can't do much. They can't do much. Like I said, Big men is limited. What made Big Ben so great was off the improv, you know, turning around, making plays with his feet, guys coming back to the football, making plays. They don't have Antonio Brown. They don't have Emmanuel Sanders. They don't have the, They have some nice, young wide receivers, but – Juju Smith was solid for you know he was really solid f- for those first first few years in the league. He was making some plays even last year. He played pretty well, uh, just not number one wide receiver. Well, but he played good, and they don't have that anymore. So, and uh, and the offensive line is just not to the level where it needs to be for Najee Harris to have the type of impact that they expected when they drafted him that high coming out of Alabama. So, uh, it's just it's just it's just this type of year. You're gonna have P- teams have down years. Look at New England. They had a down year last year when seven and nine. Then bounce back the following year. And, you know, now they're playing well. So, uh, you know, they're still 500, but, you know, we kind of see what's what's going to happen with this team just because of the talent's not there. And they just haven't been consistent enough to really say they're going to be a playoff team.
0: I, I'm intrigued. The Steelers intrigue me going forward. I mean, the Bengals intrigue me going forward as well because I think that they're, you know, in a. It's weird to say this, but don't you think the Steelers are in the worst position of all the. Of all the teams in that division, you know you kind of think of them as as you know the holy grail. They got to you know? get the
1: quarter. If they get the quarterback right, then no. But if they don't get the quarterback right, then one hundred percent they got to get the QB right. I don't even think Garoppolo would be
0: there would because you
1: got Burrow there, Lamar. Oh then, no!
0: If if you get Jimmy, he's still the worst quarterback in that division, easily.
1: Him and Baker, it's it's a, it's a pickum. It's a pickum. They kind of do the same thing. Yeah. They kind okay. of do the same thing. Yeah. Even I Baker he healthy. I forgot about
0: Baker for you know 0. .5 seconds. <laughs> yeah. It's just, just, uh, <laughs> you know. See, that's what I'm like saying. Like,
1: you know what I mean. But hey, I,
0: you know, I still think a healthy Baker, I might take over Jimmy. But then again, that's kind of like being the skinniest person at a fat convention. You know what I mean? So uh, <laughs> listen, I'm allowed to say that I'm a big boy out here. You know what I mean? Uh, what's going on, Matt? Uh, yeah, in the comments, on the color cast. Um, I'm good, brother. Shout out for all the love on the Co-Cast. Like I said, people, thanks for uh, spamming the horse. You know, feel free to keep going. You know, why not? Um, but CJ, why don't you why don't you lead us through? And I, I gave you a nice landing spot with our boys.
1: Oh yeah, I appreciate this. This is a layup. Appreciate this layup. We got <laughs> <laughs> we is got a loop right here. Yeah, 100. Um, we got the Titans and the Patriots. Week 12 matchup. Titans obviously decimated with injuries this year. No Derrick Henry right now. AJ Brown and uh, Julio Jones on the are on the IR. Tannehill, you know, struggled, struggled against the Texans last week for interceptions. This week, you know, much of the same. Had a solid, had an okay first half. Missed missed a solid, missed a big throw on the sideline on the left side, and then I think on that first quarter, which could potentially be, uh, got them in the end zone. It, surprisingly, they ran the football very well. I think over two hundred, very well, yeah, two hundred and sixty plus yards. Uh, but both of those guys coughed up the ball, uh, Hillard and and Foreman, and uh, that was a big, big difference in in this game. Really, I mean, those those turnovers really swayed the outcome of this game, in my opinion. The offense for the Patriots was a little bit was a little bit stagnant. I feel like they were able to get down get down into Tennessee's territory, but was only settling for three. Uh, the, the big pass from Mac Jones that he missed it there, uh, Hunter Henry was a, was a big time miss. Uh, kind of his mechanics kind of got out of whack a little bit when I was watching the all twenty two, and he's not the to work on. That. He's still a young guy,
0: so CJ dropping the all twenty two on us out here. <laughs> Coach CJ in the building, you feel me? Yeah, yeah.
1: He's, his mechanics got a little out of whack a little bit on that pass, but uh, just things you got to clean up. But he definitely was definitely made some big plays. He definitely had one of his best games of the seat of the year, hands down. I mean, he's. 23 for 32, yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to nitpick too much. And he made some big plays down the field as well. Big play to Jacoby Myers. Couple plays to Jacoby Myers. Kendrick Bourne's really, really playing well. Really playing well. He's his ability to get the yards after the catch. He brings a lot of energy to the football team. And the running the running game was stagnant through, for the beginning, for the most, mostly for the first part of the game. And then they were able to they were able to get catch on. Uh, later on, Stevenson had a big run, and then Harris uh, hit the you know pretty much hit the dagger with his touchdown run late in the fourth quarter, and which kind of just sealed everything. And then this defense, man, this defense has been uh, very opportunistic, able to get turnovers, like I just talked about the tune of Godshaw forcing a fumble on Hilliard, JC Jackson making a big play, uh, punching the ball out on, on on Deontay Foreman. Just they're just doing the little things right, and then JC Jackson again getting an interception in the red zone or fourth and goal. Big tip pass by McCordy. Just, I mean, they're just playing high, just playing high level football right now, man. I mean, I just feel like they're one of the most complete teams in the NFL, hands down. Bill Belichick is, you know, coaching a masterclass right now. I have to give him a lot of credit. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very excited. You know, I thought, you know, I had this team going 10-7 this year. Uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see how it happens over these last uh, six games. But. They, they look good. They look really good. They look really good. Again, I wanna, don't want to don't want to get get too high right now because again, I haven't seen Buffalo. See Buffalo on Monday night. That's going to be a, a big game um, at, at at Highland at Highland Park Stadium. It's going to be a big big game, big game, man. and uh, they're going to have to be able to get that done. Uh, and and if they want to be able to win the division or you know potentially claim that first seed in the AFC. What was your thoughts <sighs> on this game, bro?
0: Man. Let me tell you something. I'm right there with you. I don't want to. All right, let me let me praise them before oh, Matt, I come. Matt said uh,
1: he requested the hot seat. Oh, uh, Matt, you're gonna have to uh, if you want to pull up. You're gonna have to probably pull up to the the stream, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, so and then pull there would have, to, have the... to be the stream and the and the color cast as well. I texted cast, him yeah. off to the side. Uh, to let oh, him okay. Know. Oh, okay. So, cool, cool. but before I come down a little bit. I'm gonna. I'll praise them first. I'll praise them first. Uh, of course, Mac Jones passes for 310 yards. CJ, I just want to tell you, I, I I blame myself or I I thank myself for uh, Mac Jones having 310 yards because uh, I bet his under, and I believe his under was like 220 because you know he never passes for over 200 yards ever. He threw three touchdowns one game, had 198 yards, but of course this game. He already passes for three ten. So you're welcome if you have Mac Jones in fantasy and you were starting him. Uh, But this was this might have been the first game.
1: I did have Mac in one of my fantasies. Shout out to the guy, man. You're welcome, bro. Shout out, Young (laughs) McCorkle.
0: But uh, this might be the first game, and CJ. I don't know. I don't think I'm exaggerating here that Mac won us. Like I think this might be the first game that Mac himself won for us. You know that's I mean? fair, yeah, that's fair, definitely you fair. Look at, you look at the run game, Ramondre Stevenson, 9 for 46, Harris, 11 for 40, Mack even out here showing off the wheels, 2 for 11, a nice little end around Johnny Smith, only 1 for 9. But, I mean, you start looking at the receiving, Jacoby, 5 for 98, Kendrick Bourne, 5 for 61, the two touchdowns. Had that unbelievable play where he tiptoed along the sideline, Uh, shout out to his Jordans, of course, and uh, ended hmm. up scoring, on that play, Brandon Bolden taking over the James White role four for fifty-four. Got who involved a little bit in a nice little revenge game, three for 49. So I look at this as a game that, that Mac won us. I do. Uh just because you know the, the run game wasn't doing anything. And then, of course, obviously you have to you have to give a big shout out to the defense, like you said, JC Jackson, Mr. INT became Mr. <laughs> Fumble as well. Became Mr. Fumble as well. He uh He punched that ball out uh, on on the big run. I believe Hilliard had. I believe that was him. That was Foreman on that one. It was Foreman. Okay. Yeah. So a big run, obviously. Then Jalen Mills, who I I thought the world was going to come to an end, actually made a play. Uh, got got to the ball before it went out. Uh, so the Patriots got the possession there. You know the the interception in the back of the end zone by JC. The the other interception or other uh, fumble, like you said. So it was a great defensive game as well, but I, I i give a lot of credit to them. But, hey, like I said, this might be the first game that Matt Jones won the Patriots this year, and I don't think it's anything crazy. But now, CJ, let me temper everything. Because, you know, number two seed in the conference, you know, still in first place in the AFC East, all that, we're doing great. But, but, I am, uh, I like to look at myself as a, uh, well, first of all, I'm pessimistic. I'll say that, <laughs> very pessimistic. But I, I, you know, uh, a down the middle Patriot fan. You know what I mean? I, I can I call it how I see it. And there's some things you got to fix, right? Like you said, you know, they had two rushers. The Titans did for over 100 yards. Uh, Foreman went 19 for 109. Hillman or Hilliard went 12 for 131 and a touchdown. You got to fix that. I mean, you you come into this game knowing that the Titans like to run the football, and they did exactly that. It was just a simple fact that there were some turnovers, and that they couldn't really, you know, get into the end zone themselves. They, I mean, let's see. They punt the first possession. Patriots go down, score a touchdown. They come back with a touchdown. Uh, Patriots kick a field goal, but then you know the Titans miss a field goal. Then there's the fumble, uh, another fumble, a punt, interception. So. Uh, I mean, they, they were they were giving the game away. And even at halftime, it was close. I mean. Yeah, it was
1: close, yeah. And then we just was, 20, 20 unanswered. It was a wrap.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> it, it was definitely it was definitely close for a little bit. And then, so you got to fix that. You got to fix that. Obviously, Tannehill, terrible. I mean, just awful. 11 for 21, 93 yards, a touchdown interception. I mean, Jesus. But, uh, so I'm happy. I'm happy with them. But I still say, you know. It's it's where I get a little pessimistic here because we're on a six game winning streak, CJ, and uh, we had the number we have the number one scoring offense and defense, by the way, during that time. But you look at the schedule of who we've beaten, and I, listen, am I happy that we that we've won? Yeah, but CJ, let me let me ask you this: if I say the Bills. I'll just use them as, as an example. Go into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs. Are you impressed? Let's say just picture this as last year. Let's picture this last year. Are you impressed that the Bills go into Arrowhead, beat the Chiefs full strength? Of course, yeah. Now, now now. Let's say the Bills go in there, beat the Chiefs, but little caveat, they didn't have Kelsey or Hill or you know, whoever their running back was at that time. Would you still be impressed?
1: I mean, I would still be impressed, but not to the level as, yeah, with them at full strength, of course. And
0: that's my point. That's that's my full point because you know, the, the six-game winning streak, you beat the Jets, doesn't even count. Uh, they did beat the Chargers, which, who I'm high on, so I give that as a good victory. Uh, they beat the Panthers. We've seen what they've turned into, so I don't even count that that much. At the time, it was all right. They go in, beat the Browns. Baker Mayfield, we just established, literally – Every injury in the world he has. And you got to remember, they didn't have Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt in that game as well. And then they beat the Falcons. Really? And then they beat the Titans, where they don't have anybody. So it's a six-game winning streak. I'm not taking the victories away. But I'm not sitting here you know, on top of a mountain where I would be if we were on the same exact six-game win streak. But those teams were healthy. And listen, like I said, you can only play the teams – on your schedule, at the point of the schedule where you play them, and whatever team they can put onto the field, so they won the games, and that's good, and they should have. But like I said, I'm not, you know, super crazy. Like I would be if they were beating these teams if they were a little bit healthier. Am I? Is that bad? No, that's fair.
1: That's fair. I will say that you know they're they're blowing these teams out though, the bad that's teams. True. So it's like that's that's kind of like the. The uh, that would kind of offsets that a little bit. If these if these games were close, and they were like down to in you know, a couple possessions, and we had to barely you know squeeze one out and things like that, then you know I'd be like okay. But you know the point differential over the last you know six games I believe is one forty eight, best in the league right now. I think the Bills are third. Um So when they win, they blow they blow teams out as well, which which, yep. which makes this game on Monday night such such a crucial game uh, for both teams and. Yeah, yeah, it's uh I I agree with you. I agree with you. But then also again, you know, this is a rookie quarterback. I mean, again, I understand. Listen, I mean, so this is the thing about the 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 pundits or whatever. And you know, I've been looking back, you know, looking at the draft, looking back, seeing what people said about
0: Mac and things like that. I was in love with Mac the whole time, by the way. I just I just have to play it up for the draft show, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: no, of course, of course. We know that. We know that. Uh, but I've been you know, I've been seeing what what a lot of people have said and even now, even though he's playing, he's playing well, people are saying, you know, this is his this is his ceiling, which is crazy to me, which is, it makes no sense to me that people just can definitively say this is going to be his ceiling. Because, one, this is this is his first year in a 20 year offensive playbook. Uh, this this playbook has been created by McDaniels and Belichick for two decades. So how so you're telling me, you know, he knows the entire playbook and I was gonna say, he probably don't
0: even know all the plays yet.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In seven months, it's impossible. And then also, like I said, he could clean up some mechanics and things like that. Uh, so his upside is definitely. I feel like there's no. You can't put a. You can't put a ceiling to to his play. You can't because one, he, he got drafted to a perfect situation. You know, can you say if he was on the Jets or the Jaguars, would it would it, would he struggle? I, I think he would struggle, but I still think he would he would have success eventually um, because I think he I think he is I think he is a He's smart so quarterback. Sure. Yeah, he's he's mature. He's a smart quarterback from the neck up. I think he does a great job of watching film and things like that. But he went he went to the perfect situation. I'm glad teams slept on him. I'm glad the pundits said what they said to kind of sway teams from not drafting him. So he, you know he could he could, he could fall to the burrow, man. You know that's that's obviously what that what what I'm excited about. You know I, I tweet I put the story I put my story up a couple of days ago. I saw ago. that. Yes, sir, man. And you know I'm definitely excited that he's on the squad and. I think I think he can continue to improve for sure. And also, as he gets older, you would hope that uh, Bill would put. And I, I'm, a fan of the, I'm a fan of the guys on the outside. I, you know, I feel like they've really stepped up. Yeah, I have really felt like they play with um, with, with a chip on their shoulder, similar to how the, those receiving cores back when Brady was there. They kind of played with a chip on their shoulder because everybody said, "Oh, you know, look at these guys. These guys are journeymen. They're trash. It's all Brady." And you know, I think they they rallied around each other. And really formed a solid group where they all made key plays. And I'm I'm kind of seeing that right now with those guys with Bourne, Aguilar, and and, and Myers as well. I think those guys are really doing doing the same thing. You know, it's not you know one guy is not going to get eight for ninety eight, but you know each of those guys get five for sixty. I'll take that, and maybe a couple of those guys get a touchdown here and there. I'll take that because, and I think it's so it's so smart what Bill's doing. Bill's doing he's he's uh, starting from the foundation with the quarterback, and that's what you're supposed to do. You can't have a quarterback. Come out here and throw the football, rookie quarterback. At that, start throwing the football forty times a game in your rookie season. It could it could really mess up your development as a as a young as a young guy in the league. Smart, take the check check the checkdowns. Learn how to be disciplined, and then once you get older, then you get able to push the ball down the field and do things like that. So again, people want to talk about the arm strains and things like that, and 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 how how that's going to formulate. We'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I feel like you could definitely get a stronger arm as you get older, as you work on your mechanics. Your mechanics could help your arm strength. But, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll get into that another time. I'll get into that another time. But again, big, it's too much. No, many no. Times.
0: We, got, we got Matt and the color cast is telling you to press.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out, shout out, Matt, man. <laughs> but, yeah, listen, man. Big win, big win, important win. And, and Buffalo on Monday night is going gonna, is gonna to be a big game.
0: It's My brother's gonna, gonna be, brother's gonna be at that game. My yeah, got a nice little anniversary present. You know, I don't know why I wasn't involved in this. They know I'm a Patriot fan. Listen, all because it's an anniversary, that means I can't go crazy. No, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, I'll have to. I'll have to tell him to send some, swing some picks. I gotta. I still haven't been to a football game, CJ. Still haven't. Still haven't done it. And I think the Bucks play the Jets this year, though. I think I might have to. Yeah,
1: yeah. Go ahead. Go see Tom. Go see Tom one time. Man, you only get a I I got. You only got you only got with so many it. yeah. I was yeah. gonna say before he exactly. before he dips on out. Yeah, definitely. You gotta go see Tom before before it's over, for sure. That that'll be that'll be smart. That, I mean, that, that should be an automatic dub. It's gonna be an automatic <laughs> dub. <laughs> uh we got the Panthers and the Dolphins. Woo! Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, let me say this about Miami, man. Uh, you know. They've been playing solid. for they they're on a four-game four win, win streak right now. Streak, yeah, they're yeah. On a four-game win the streak right now. Tua's is playing well. I know Dolphin fans are kind of mixy about Tua and whether or not is he going to be the guy for the future. I know they've kind of flirted with Deshaun Watson's name over the last year and a half or so. Really, um, Tua is playing well. I, I'm, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm still a fan of Tua. I was a fan of Tua in college. You know, it's it's just hindsight's twenty twenty, and everybody seeing Herbert, you know, throw for three eighty and four touchdowns. It's like, oh, they should have did. They should have got, you know, they should have got Tua. I mean, they should have got Herbert. But honestly, Tua, when he Tua came out of college, he was one of the best quarterbacks coming out for sure. So, uh, you know, and and then in Miami, he's 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 playing well. I you put when you put some solid pieces around him, I think the defense has really stepped yeah, up as wow, well. Waddles
0: that dude. Waddles
1: wow, that, wow, that dude. His his best receiver is his college teammate. <laughs> it's really Waddles wow, that guy. It looks it looks like he's on pace to to break the rookie reception record. Um, yeah, he's he's yeah, definitely. I didn't know that. I know yeah, Jefferson
0: yeah. was on pace to come in like second, but yeah, I didn't he's know that. yeah he's 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 been phenomenal.
1: He's been phenomenal for them, scoring touchdowns, and he's really their only their only threat. They don't have another guy out there that's really a that that's somebody that could change the game like how he can. He has elite speed. He was he was a great pickup. I mean, just look at that. Just look at that Alabama team. I mean, you know, everybody said Mac was just throwing at you know wide receivers and they were they were wide back was they were all wide open and i you know anybody could go anybody could do that i just think they had one of the greatest teams ever just like the year before when they had burrow chase and jefferson yeah it's elite you know i think just think those last two years you we were just looking at two of the best offenses we've seen in a long time um from quarterback receiver and you know and running back and uh, waddles Waddle's been playing exceptional man and Got to give him a lot of credit. Got to give Brian Flores a lot of credit. They're starting to sneak, sneak back in. They got to get, get, get some more Ws. But and Cam, man, uh, <laughs> tough, tough for the guy. Tough for the guy. You know, when he was still in New England, I was like, you know, I'd give it to like week four. And if he was going to play bad, you know, it's time to put Mac in. And when they, and when, when they cut him, you know, I was, I wasn't, and you know, I was kind of shocked. But then I understood it. But I was ready for Mac to start, 100. You know, like I said, I wanted, I wanted the Patriots to take him from the jump. So I was ready. And then you know, it was a nice comeback story, man. Nice narrative. And it, you know, it could still be a good the comeback story. They could still, you know, get get some wins, maybe, maybe. But it was just a bad game. He had a terrible game. And then McCaffrey ran out too for the season. Oh, yeah, it's definitely been a rough, rough year for the for the Panthers, for sure. Uh, Cam Cam definitely struggled. He's gonna he's gonna have to do something in these games. I know you can't. You know I know he's not Superman anymore. He can't do everything like he used to, uh, from a 2011 to
0: 2015. Sure, but, <laughs> but they're
1: gonna have Daniel to try to. He's
0: out for the rest of the season. Who? Mister Daniel Jones.
1: Oh, uh, with the yeah, with the uh, neck injury, right? <sighs>
0: I thought it he might, was. I just saw that he was, you know, not playing in this game. I know he was out for the season. Damn! Look at this, Matt. Look at Matt dropping dimes on his mid show. I didn't even it might get the be, update
1: yet. It might be. Uh, that might be his last. His last time as a Giant, man. Who knows? Oof, it's he's crazy. Dang. We're about to. We're about to transition to that game right now. After this game, this Miami um, against the Panthers game. But what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, it was just a ugly game for the Panthers, and then obviously at the end with McCaffrey being out for the season, just. This really made it even worse. Listen,
0: all I'll say is my phone must have been broken during the one o'clock games too. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wasn't getting none of those, you know, cam tweets, messages, nothing. I don't, I don't, my phone was bugging out on Sunday. Apparently the Sunday night game, I didn't get any, you know, Lamar ones. This one, I didn't get any cam new and I mean, Listen, you let, CJ, bad game. Five for twenty-one. Five for twenty-one. Ninety-two yards and two interceptions. Bad is an understatement. So <laughs> uh, we'll we'll see what happens with the Panthers. We'll see. Uh they got some tough games to ahead they have to play. Yeah, and uh, like Matt said, five point seven QBR. I don't even know how you do that. Uh Panthers got a tough schedule though. They play they play the Saints. I think they have to play the Bucks twice. I want to say they have to play the bills too. I mean, it's uh you might not be looking at too many more wins here. So you're going to look a little tough out there. And then, like you said, McCaffrey being out for the season, there goes their season because listen, we saw before when McCaffrey went out earlier in the year, that their offense didn't even know what a football looked like once McCaffrey left. And well, now McCaffrey's not there again. And like you said, shout out to the dolphins defense is playing very well. I think they've held, all of their opponents under twenty points during this uh, four-game win streak. So shout out to them. And then, like you said, Jalen Waddle <laughs> nine for one thirty-seven, a touchdown. Two is playing better. Twenty-seven to thirty-one. I, uh, I still think if Watson trade rumors come up, they would take him over because I mean, let's let's be honest, Watson's better. Uh, so you can't really blame him. But but, but here's the uh, thing, two, right? Two, two, two's gonna have a job, is what I'll say.
1: But here's the thing. You could build around Tua though. He's still on a rookie deal. and you're, you're gonna have to pay Watson forty something. You still got to pay him forty uh, million dollars.
0: Counter you, argument here, right? What? What are the odds? Well, two parts. What are the odds Tua turns into fifty percent of Watson, and and second. How many times does a player like Watson ever become available? You have to draft him, and we all know drafting is a crapshoot. So like that's true, but
1: that's true, but you're only you're only as good as the team around you. Watson, why do you think Watson wants to get traded? They went four and twelve <laughs> last year. They were the team around them was was dirt. They were terrible. That's why he wants out. So you gotta put it you gotta put a team around Watson. And if you're giving up all your first round picks to Houston, what are you building around him? It's just going to be Watson and Waddle, that's it. So uh, I feel like they should. Two is nine and seven in his 16 career starts. That's that's pretty good. That's not I mean it's not great, but it's it's good. You know that's a nine nine and seven is solid. Again, without any type of they don't have a elite running back. They don't have a you know they they have their rookie wide receiver as their best wide receiver. Gaseki is underwhelming this year. He, I thought he would make a splash this season. He's played, he hasn't really played well. They give it to other tight ends all the time. So they should use those picks to build around Tua, continue to build the offense, get right. And because he is accurate, he is able to, to see the defense as well. And he's mobile a little bit. And but his accuracy is definitely what's gonna, definitely what's gonna keep him a job, whether it's in Miami or not. And I think I think what Miami should do is build around him. And if he's not that guy, at least you and at least you drafted well and you have weapons and then you could go try to get a quarterback later. But I, I would still I would still trust him, man. You, you, you I mean they got the win against the Patriots, albeit, yeah, you know, Damian Harris fumbled, but it's still a W against against the Patriots. I'm not mad
0: about that, by the way. Not yeah, not now it looks it, it like looks that. better. Yeah, it looks it
1: looks better, it looks better now. It looks better when you're, eight, when they're 84, you might have to think about that Street. sometimes
0: at night, you know, never.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, does, you know, it doesn't look, it doesn't look too bad today, but again, I, I just, I just feel like they should trust to a little bit more, man. You just drafted him last year and now you want to jump ship. Uh, Shout dude, out Josh Rosen. I, I get, I mean, I get it. I get it. It's a different situation from the standpoint that they have the draft picks. You know what I'm saying? If they didn't have any draft picks. And, yeah, and, they, you know, they've drafted pretty well. Jalen Phillips, the guy that they drafted out of Miami, he's been playing solid, too, in, these, in this four-game win streak. He's been able to get to the quarterback um, on that defensive line. So I, I would be patient with Tua, man. It's just I wouldn't just jump ship so quick just because you see Herbert over there, you know, playing well. He, he's been inconsistent, too. He hasn't had, you know, perfect games every single game. He's He's been inconsistent as well. This is what young quarterbacks do,
0: period, so. I think it's the injury thing with Tua two too. You know what I mean? He's never been the healthiest right. of yeah. all the
1: guys. That's 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 going to be the key. That's going to be the key. If he if he can't if he could stay healthy, then he's going to have a shot to show he's worth of being a franchise guy. If not, then it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for the. It's going to be tough for him for for the for the team to trust him. So he's going to have to stay healthy.
0: Yes, sir. You know. I, it's not popping up on the screen yet for the kid, but we got Matt that's going to, oh, there he is. We got Matt joining us. Yeah, he, he hit me up, said he had to, he had to pop on in. So, you, yeah, I can't deny the kid.
2: You're, what's going
0: on? Yo, Matt, throw, <laughs> uh, good, throw your phone on the color cast so we can get you in the hot seat so everybody can hear you as well. Yes, uh, just make sure just make sure the volume is off, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, I got you, I, I
0: got you. Can't have that overlapping over here because, as the people know. We're professionals. We're basically – this is basically X, you know, ESPN, ESPN Fox. Fox. You
1: know what ESPN I mean? Fox, yeah.
0: We're, ESPN we're Fox. We're professionals out here. But CJ, well, uh, listen, I, I, I guess we technically have to go to these next two games, but, uh, you know. <laughs> All right, just, just request the hot seat too. Oh, yeah. See, I don't get the request. How come I don't get it? I'll just put you in. There you go. 30? Oh, I got to choose a time. Matt, can you turn the volume down any more? You got to do it from the side here if I'm not like the actual thing. You know, it's weird. Stupid.
2: Put them uh, on the oh, yeah, yeah, I did it. I did it as low as possible. Alright,
0: whatever. We'll figure it. We'll be alright. I'm sure. If you hear me twice, well, too bad. Look at that. We even got Matt on the hot seat now for the 30-minute timer. I don't know. That's crazy. You can set the timer. That's kind of far. But uh, alright. I guess we move on, CJ, right?
1: Yes, sir. Let's do it, man.
0: You want me to take it? You got it. What you want?
1: Oh, uh, oh, yeah, right. We got the we got the Eagles and the Giants, the G-men. <laughs> uh, like Matt, Matt broke the news, Matt Schefter.
2: Uh here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> nah, no, call Rappaport. me, call, call, call me, call me the the Mar-ap- Like the Arapaore Mar-ap- Okay, Matt
1: okay. match sheet. Out here dropping bombs bombs in the uh color cast chat, um, announcing that Daniel Jones out for the season with a neck injury. Um, and this game was just it was ugly, yeah. It was an ugly game, and I was flipping back between obviously Pats Titans, and it was three zip forever. Uh, just a just an ugly game. Ugly game. Giants are able to score a touchdown. They They still haven't been able to get a touchdown to a wide receiver, and I think over a month, which is sad. <laughs> they got it, oh, yeah. full, got it to their full. Got it to their fullback, and, and a left tackle, and a exactly. Uh, Eagles really underwhelming. they were disappointing loss. This, this was the most disappointing loss from any team, in my opinion, this week. It was. It was for the taking. This game was for the taking for them, and able to get this W and potentially try to make a playoff push, and. You know they got the Jets next week, so hopefully they are able to get that one. But oh. uh, <laughs> but it definitely it definitely looks rough for for Philadelphia. Just all, couldn't get the offensive going. Jalen Rager, sheesh! <laughs> right through the hands. I know uh, I know Philly fans are. I, he's def, he's trending every Sunday. It seems like every time we type in his Was name. Is that the
0: DK draft?
2: That's the Justin. No, draft. Justin Jefferson.
1: Oh. Right, right, right after, right. He got, he, I mean, he got drafted right before Jefferson. Crazy. Uh So, you know, that last play where, and then he, he dropped a big time, he dropped a big time pass um on the last play. And then another pass where hit the football hit him in his helmet. It's just lack of focus, lack of focus. That's really all I could say. Yeah, he has to get right, man. He has to really turn turn things around Uh because it's it's, it's looking pretty ugly. And Philly fans will definitely let you know about it. So hopefully he's not on, any social medias at this point and he just tried it but Matt what's your thoughts on this game
2: man my thoughts on this game is just uh it's just a couple of simple words two simple words missed opportunity like CJ mentioned this if if Philadelphia wanted a slim chance of making the playoffs they had to win this game and you know they they just simply blew it and you know I I saw this one meme. I thought it was hilarious. Jalen Rager made a tweet of 29 probes, 11. And then some lady threw out a meme where it's like Jalen Rager, 29 drops in 11 weeks, kind of like mocking the verse. I thought thought it was hilarious when I saw it. But, you know, it's one of those to where that's just if you're Jalen Hurts, you can't have that bad of a performance against the Giants, especially with how pathetic the Giants have been all season long. that's just, that's just unacceptable. You can't.
0: I will say their defense is mid, so their defense isn't that bad. It's still a pathetic performance, but their defense isn't as bad as everybody thinks, but you're right, Matt. Awful. Continue. Sorry.
2: it's, It's classified as mid dirt. There's like, there's like three, there's like, I would honestly say maybe two to three tiers of dirt. There's dirt, dirt, there's mid dirt. And then there's dirt. Like they're at their defense is mid dirt stage. And it's, it's. It, this is just a game to where, they, this blows their chances of making the playoffs. Their chances to make the playoffs are, are finished. Like, yeah, they're five and seven, and the NFC. You got a chance of a seven seed, but you could pretty much write Philly off as dead. Because you look at, you got the Jets, then you got the bye week. You got, you got Taylor Heineke two times in three weeks. You got the Giants one more time, and then Dallas. You're, you're pretty Ooh, much I gonna. <laughs> Listen, that
1: that last stretch for off for that for that NFC East that's going to be very interesting. Nah,
2: if you if you if you can't beat the Giants, then you're then get get out of here. Like, all right, but here's my
0: thing you know, they're beating the Jets, everybody beats the Jets.
2: Uh, Hey, hey, the Jets got three wins
0: one against the Titans, one against the Bengals. Well, you know what? I mean, this broken clock was right twice a day instead of once. Um, but uh, let's see, I think they split Washington. If anything, they'll beat nah, the Giants. They're they're
2: they're they're losing both games to Washington. No. I mean, you, you saw how Taylor Heineke played against uh against the the Dead Hawks. They're not the Seahawks. The they're the Dead House. Hawks because their season's over.
0: That I mean, that you're not wrong about either. I don't know. I think they split Washington, beat the Jets, beat the Giants. So what is that? I mean, you're looking
2: you're looking at a team that'll win seven Three to eight more? games.
0: Hey, but the way Dallas is playing right now, how many games are they winning? This could come down to that last – oh, God, I hope the Eagles sweep the rest of the season. Oh, that, so okay, here's what I will say.
2: Here's what I will say. If the Eagles do win out, it'll be possibly the greatest thing I've seen out of Philadelphia since they won the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 52. Because, I mean, I, I, I got I got no hope for, for Philadelphia. I think you got, you got to pack it up and just say Cancun on three. But, you know, that's one of those to where – It's the NFL. It's any given Sunday. And if you're the Eagles, it's a tough loss. But you got the Jets next week and then your bye week. So hopefully you bounce back and go from there. And then you're looking from the Giants side of things. Yeah, you may be four and seven, but a win's a win. You got to look at it. And it's like, you know what? Let's just build towards, you know, kind of, kind of like we were last year. You know, last year we were dead in the water, and then we finished on a hot streak. finished six and ten, and now you look at the Giants this year. Like, you know, we may be four and seven. We may be out of the playoff hunt, but you know what? Let's just finish strong and let's go into the next season on the bright side. Now, I can't wait to see Mike, Mike Lennon Glennon's season, yeah. baby. That's what um, I'm get, saying. Getting get, get, get to I don't see know that about... big old bald. getting see that big old egg bald head out on the field. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know
1: how strong they're gonna finish with Mike Glennon.
2: God, could you imagine if Mike Glennon leads the Giants to six consecutive wins? It won't happen, but could you imagine? have the longest neck out there. Yeah, call 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 call, call him Draft Glennon.
0: Draft
2: <laughs> Glennon, I'm crying,
1: I'm crying.
2: But yeah, j- just overall, it's a bad loss by the Eagles. Decent, ugly win by the Giants.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't got
1: nothing. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you, man. All right. Uh again, just kind of the same thing. It's so it's so unfortunate. That these New York teams are just
0: terrible. Under- you know that they got four through ten or four through eight draft picks right now.
1: I think this was like the first time in like five, six years where they both wanted to say weekend. Oh no, they did it earlier this year too. Oh the earlier this year? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right, that's right, you know? that's right. I do remember. Miracles that. happen. Yeah. Good for them. Good for those guys. <laughs> yeah, Jets Texans. I not really. Course, yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really watch it. It was on CBS. No, nobody should watch it. So.
2: Yeah, nobody watched it, and and I I had a big brain move, so I put the color cast in my AirPods, so CJ, you could unmute yourself on color cast. I think we'll be in good hands. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm you unmuted.
0: Professionals. Well, no, you're not muted. Yeah, yeah. I'm not muted. Yeah. I'm good. Huh, that's weird.
2: Oh, okay. On on mine, it shows you muted, but see, I All use what the you on? the
0: stream yard. And see, that is that is a big brain move, though. I will say, not gonna lie.
2: I just I just oh, now yeah. thought of it on the fly, so just just the, yeah. the the quick the quick thinking. Nobody watched this game. Nobody. The yeah. one the one highlight like, I will say, the Jets Zach had Wilson's the butt interception. The, yeah, pretty much. The Jets had the butt fumble in twenty twelve, and now they got the back interception.
1: <laughs> back interception.
2: I mean, I here, here's what I will say. I understand you have rookie mistakes, but that's like that's like a come on, man, moment. You can't you can't be running five to ten yards down the field and then be like, oh yeah, let me just flip it to my running back. Like, what are you what are you doing? Like that that may, that makes no sense. Like that's just like that. That's almost like in Madden when you try when you accidentally tap the lateral button instead of slide. <laughs> I'm weak. I, think, I have
0: been there.
1: I have definitely been there, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like
2: like you, you, you go, you go to him and you like, bro. oh no, I lateraled. And then all of, of a, a sudden,
0: scramble for the ball. It's just it's tough out here. I can't even lie. Online franchise, it was
1: tough for the kid. Oh man. All right, but uh, let's let's go to an actually good game. Uh, that game of the week. Game of the week. Yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Definitely. We got Buccaneers Colts. Colts really uh, started hitting off, off cylinders early, offensively. Carson Wentz was dealing in the first half. It's, it's looking like uh, Wentz VP, as my guy Connie would call it. Uh, <laughs> Wentz Anapolis. <laughs> Wentz Anapolis. Yeah, you know all the all the Wentz nicknames. He was definitely uh, throwing dimes out there in the first half. Second half, not so much. And, it was tough. Out here. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely tough. And the Bucs were able to come back, start the run of football, get physical. Couple turnovers, strip sack by uh, Shaq Barrett. Interception, great play by Antoine Winfield Jr. Big, big time play. Just he mossed Michael Pittman. It should be the other way around. And, yeah. <laughs> and literally, they're like he's like half his size. So it was crazy. It was a big play by Antoine Winfield Jr. And the Bucs were able to, you know, get this W. I thought it was it was looking ugly. It was looking ugly. Colts Colts came back though. They did battle back. Uh, and they started to run the football and give give it to JT. And they were able to tie it up. And you know, it was like one one twenty something left. Brady had the ball and you know we had a couple couple thinking dunks here and there. And then gave it to Lenny and Lenny closed the show. Uh, really good game. Like like Connie alluded to, definitely one of the best games. Well, definitely the be best game of the week for sure. Uh, Connie, what was, what was your thoughts on, on this matchup?
0: Well, let me tell you something. It was a perfect Sunday for the kid, right? You know, Cam sucked. Brady was good. <laughs> Wentz was good. Lamar sucked. Patriots won. It was literally the perfect Sunday for me. Um, <laughs> but when it comes to this game, it was uh, the Colts just got too fancy, you know? Uh, I know that. Wentz had the three uh, touchdowns in the first half, which is like the first time he's done it since I think like the 2017 season. So uh, definitely was playing well. But like if you look at the game, they were passing the ball good and everything like that. But it was also because they were still a threat of running the ball. The Bucs had like six people on the line every play. So, you know, those over-the-top passes could work. You saw Wentz uh, hit. I can't remember his name. But it was like a 67-yard touchdown pass. Uh, so hey, I forgot his on name. Him. Uh, I, I got to find it because it's going to annoy me now. I got I got to give some respect to the kid. I mean, he's out here catching catching bombs from once. I can't even remember the poor man's name. Let's see here. So let's go to stats. We're going to go over to Colts. Ah, Doolin. Ashton Doolin. One catch, 62 yards, and a touchdown. Now, that's the day at the office right there. But, uh, yeah, once was 27-44, to 306, three touchdowns. But, like I said, they got fancy in the second half. They started passing a lot, and uh, this team is built on running the ball. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is coming off of eight straight weeks with a rushing touchdown over 100 yards rushing, and he decided to pass the ball. And, listen, I understand it, too, because, you know, this was a strength-on-strength strength type of game. Colts run the ball. Bucks have the number one rush defense, and it's not even close. And they, they did what they had to do. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, like I said, 16 for 83, didn't get that 100-yard uh, rushing mark. So they uh, break that streak at eight. But, yeah, it was just the turnovers in the second half that killed the Colts because I really thought the game was over for a quick second. That fourth fourth and two call, but they were at, like, the fourth yard line by the Colts going into halftime. Uh, they were up by three at that point, and I always thought they were kind of crazy. I In fact, I left my room had the game still on, obviously, but I left my room. I was like, oh, they're about to just kick a field goal, whatever. I can go, you know, go grab a bottle of water. I come back, and I was talking to my mom, and all I hear is, like, people going crazy. I was like, what the hell happened? I was like, maybe the Bucks blocked it or something, but why would they be going crazy in Indy? And I come back, and they scored a touchdown. <laughs> I was like, oh, wh- what the hell happened? And then I saw the replay, so a gutsy move out of them, and I thought that, you know, that was kind of going to seal it almost. But Bucks come out in the second half. You know, the Colts are driving, and – They got that strip sack. And then, you know, they get the interception where Winfield mosses him, like you said. And then the muffed punt. And even with the muffed punt, they hold, they hold him to a field goal there. Uh, so there were 17 unanswered points by the Bucs, but, you know, they weren't, they still weren't down, uh, too bad there. And then, like you said, the end of the game, it's, it's, it's vintage Brady, man. There's, there's time left. Uh, it's 31 31 there's 3 minutes there's 3 minutes and uh, i guess the drive was 3 minutes and 9 seconds right so they give the bucks too much time they go down i'm thinking lenny's going to end up sliding kick a field goal to end the game but he runs it in and the craziest part is the colts damn near return the kickoff for a touchdown yeah that was crazy bro that guy comes Wild. from across the field the i i believe he was literally the furthest player from the ball takes the perfect angle gets a hand on the shoulder pad drags him out of bounds but if it isn't for that
1: Mike Edwards
0: yeah we're going we're going into overtime and then you know what they weird play calling on the Colts part I think you know Greg Olson said on the broadcast as well like why are they throwing to the boundaries when you know that the Bucks are gonna you know look at the boundaries because they still had a timeout left so they could have you know targeted the middle of the field got closer uh, for the Hail Mary eventually. But they go for the sideline. They don't get anything there. And then Wentz, you know, throws one up as a Hail Mary. Doesn't even reach the end zone, first of all. And second of all, it ends up getting picked. I barely count that as an interception. It's a Hail Mary. But crazy game. Uh, and a good win for the Bucks, man, because they're not the same team on the road. And this is a very losable game. You know, the Colts have been playing well, obviously, as we all know. And then. <laughs> we got Giants taking the wild card. Now without your boy Danny Dimes, you got Mike Glenn in faith, huh?
1: Yeah, Sean, is not happening, my guy. Sorry, man. <laughs> it's
0: not uh, happening,
1: brody.
2: A great game. An absolutely great game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely one one hundred percent. I mean, this was you could classify it. I honestly would say on three levels. You could say uh, playoff. Lenny showed up. Got got not one, not two, not three before touchdowns. You could classify got a new it nickname
0: for the kid too.
1: Yeah, I saw that with him and Gronk. On, Yo, on Gronk's IG. an
2: idiot, a literal idiot, and I love it so much.
1: Yeah, he's a clown, man. He's stitches. Yeah,
2: and then and then you classify it as uh, Frank Wright going full Doug Peterson mode like why why is Wentz throwing 40 plus times when you when your guy J- Jonathan Taylor had five rushing touchdowns like what are you what are you doing why like why would you go away like like Anthony mentioned why would you go away from the stuff that you did successfully in the first half it it made no sense and then just overall, like you said, vintage Brady. Like I knew when the game was tied and Brady had the ball, it was actually he yeah. had like he had like three minutes left. Like I knew, I'm just like, yeah, Colts are gonna lose this game. Like, like you you mean to tell me you give Brady the ball with three minutes left and then a the tie game? It's over. <laughs> it, it, it's a wrap. Like nine times out of ten. And you know it. It was. Now I will say, like you mentioned, Connie. That kickoff return was epic that the Colts did. Like if he if he if he would have ran it back, that would have been like all over, all over Sports Center, all over the sports talk shows, everything. But you know what? And you also gotta look at the Bucks. That's a huge win for Tampa because now it keeps them still in the running for the one seed. The Bucks still have a chance at that number one seed. Granted, it's slim, but you have to look at it. You're only a game behind. You're only a game behind the Cardinals. And uh, never mind, a game and a half behind the Cardinals and then a game behind the Packers. So it's like, you're right there. You're, you're right in the thick of the race for the one seed. And it's because you got that big win against the Colts. And then you just look at it from the Colts side of things. That's a backbreaking loss. Like the Colts, they've had some heartbreaking losses this year, whether that's week one against the Rams when Carson Wentz goes down and then Jacob Eason throws a pick you then have the next week you lose a heartbreaker to to the Seattle Seahawks you then blow the lead against the Baltimore Ravens and now this one so I mean, you look at the Colts they could easily they could easily be 10 and 2 but instead mm-hmm. they're 6 and 6 cuz they can't win the close games and in the NFL that's what separates that's what separates the great teams from the bad teams the bad teams lose the close games example Colts and then the Chargers with Anthony Lynn and then, and then the great teams, like the Buccaneers, like the Green Bay Packers, they find a way to win games, whether they're down – whether they're down on their key guys or down in the game. And even the New England Patriots with Mac Jones, they find ways to win. And that's what the Buccaneers did, and the Colts couldn't get the job done. Yes, sir. I'll move that up for you. Appreciate you, man.
1: All right. And we got the Thanksgiving games.
2: Oh yeah. Man, for the Thanksgiving games, I'm gonna be honest, you can only talk about one. The other two were just straight, just straight ass. Garbage. Like like Garbage. As, as terrible, as terrible as green bean casserole on Thanksgiving.
0: Like, yeah, bro, disgusting.
2: See, see nobody thing, right? nobody wants to eat that. Like it's here's
0: my thing. It's terrible. I saw a pic on Twitter on Thanksgiving that was like one of these got to go, and it was like the stuffing and the turkey and and all the pies and and all this, and then one of them was green bean casserole, and I was like, bro, you're sitting here telling me that people would pick anything other than that. Like you're sitting here and telling me people actually eat that. There's no way.
2: Like like yeah. if you if you had to classify <laughs> if you had to classify the Thanksgiving foods, the
0: That's bills, and, food. the Saint, that the bills and the saints, the bills and saints,
2: bills and saints is turkey because it was just straight up dry. The the only the only good thing was the Cowboys Raiders and you could Cowboys say, Raiders
0: was mashed potatoes.
2: It's mashed potatoes. It could be stuffing. It could be gravy. All all good things on on Thanksgiving. And then you got the Bears and the Lions. Straight green, green bean, casserole. bean casserole. Yeah. I mean, what what is? And you just got a feel for the Lions, man. It's it's there, and then they just choke. Like, how do you let? An eight and a half minute drive to end the game on a field goal. How? It's, it's, it's Lions. vintage lines. Right? I was really,
1: I was really rooting for them, man. Because I'm not gonna lie, I was falling asleep. I had the itis. It. Had some nice Thanksgiving <laughs> but, food. But CJ, it, Damn, was man, it, it was a noon the game. Eye- it was said, the... a noon game. Yeah, did, how are your eyes falling asleep on a noon game? What the hell you eat? Oh, fam, shoved it up early, man. Had a nice little, <laughs> nice little lunch. You feel me? For the <laughs> dinner, and. uh you know, I was watching the game. Like, all I right, Lions they could come back. Golf, you know, doing all right, better, better than what we've seen from from years past. And then it's just first down for third, third and eight, get the first down, third and seven, first down. I'm like, ah, all right, I see, I see how this is gonna go. Then he kicks the field goal. I'm like, ah, that's that's tough. I was like, let me stay up and watch. Let me stay up and watch this, and I, I should have just fell asleep. Bro, I was sad.
0: Yeah, Probably and, and one different on Thanksgiving. <laughs> nah, yeah, bro. That's I also, I, I,
2: I, I also gotta say, that's one thing. The Lions are cursed because they haven't paid Calvin Johnson. <laughs> pay Calvin Johnson is remaining one and a half million dollars. <laughs> just pay whatever money is left on his contract, and then the Ford family just sell the team. It, it's like it, it's like it's like James Dolan with the Knicks before Thibodeau showed up. There, it, there's there's a black cat. In Detroit, and it's been looming for fifty plus years. Yeah, you know, shout like, out James like, Dolan. Who went to my college. Hey, shout shout out James Dolan. You know he's he's redeemed himself. Instead of him being chanted, sell the team. You know it's it's quieter now. It's been yeah. Yeah.
1: still aware. He's still a weird guy, it's, it's, but I guess shut out.
2: It's, it's, it's Connie just said his bing bong now. <laughs> Side <laughs> yeah. talk NYC, baby, we on the rise, dude. I uh, see see C J introduced me to that funniest thing I have ever seen. The main highlight is spider cuz. That's that's, that's spider cuz is a
1: legend. He is a legend indeed. Yeah, uh pour one yeah, these-
2: poor, 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 poor out for Uncle Ben on the on these <sighs> Thanksgiving games. I'm
1: Definitely all right uh, yeah exactly these things yeah these Thanksgiving games
2: were, well though sad. you know what you know what I, I will say for The one good game that I feel like we should talk about is the Cowboys-Raiders game. Might I say that it has to be the most egotistical ref ball I have ever seen. I've never seen both teams get 10-plus penalties for 100-plus yards, and Anthony Brown just signed himself up for a receiver. Four PIs for 91 yards at a baby. Way to way to help out the Vegas Raiders. That was there. America's
0: MVP right there, because you yeah. helped the Cowboys you lose. Got that. So.
2: You, you got that right, and it's and what what sucks, what makes me so disappointed in the Eagles, Connie, is if the Eagles would have beat the Giants, they would have been six and six, and the Cowboys would have been seven and four, and no. they would have been right there. But instead, the Eagles had a uh, had a shit the bed, a little bit of a meltdown there.
1: <laughs> yeah, they yeah. folded. They folded big time. Yeah, that was the, let's just they get fold, it back they, into the game. A,
2: they folded like a folding chair after Thanksgiving
1: yeah you know? that, yeah facts facts let's let's get into the game a little bit um you guys kind of alluded to most of it with the penalties cowboys you know they they struggled early and then they were able to score late and kind of and we even to it we even
2: had our we even had our deshaun jackson one catch for 50 plus yards touchdown
1: yeah he's good for that he's good Second for one of those. The game had it
2: all
1: yeah the game had it all exactly exactly um Connie, what, what was your thoughts? What do you, what do you, how do you how do you see the Cowboys right now? I know they don't have. I know they didn't have Ceedee Lamb. I know they didn't have Cooper. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is a little banged up as well. And then where do you see the Raiders? I mean, I, you know, we talked about the Raiders potentially going the other way. Uh, the Broncos, Raiders, and the Chargers—they're they're they're in the same <laughs> division and they're the most up and down teams we've seen you
2: know you, you know Connie was smiling like Stephen A Smith after the Cowboys lost oh, you you're, 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 you 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 already know Connie was smoking on that Cowboys pack saying checking on them boys how we doing every week um <laughs> listen i said
0: yeah. i said earlier you know last week that i'm still not sold on the Cowboys because, hey listen they they prove it every year what can go wrong will go wrong and uh, it's going wrong uh they lose this game listen i know i understand
1: they, don't the have
2: to. So they didn't have Amari and, and uh, see, even won't have Amari on Thursday against the Saints. From, from, from what I've heard, McCarthy said if, if Cooper doesn't practice on Wednesday, he won't play on Thursday.
0: Perry with the Connie biggest hater to ever hate. Listen, maybe your team should uh not give me something to hate, you know, like you fans anyway. Maybe, maybe, maybe you with that being said, with that exactly, with that being said. <laughs> The uh, listen, where, where's where's you know the, the mythical Dak Prescott? All I gotta hear all the time is that they have so much on offense, it's not you know Amari and, and CD or blah blah blah, but we also have Cedric and and we got this, we got Zeke and Tony Powell, and we got Dalton Schultz, and you know, we got uh Micah Parsons out here on defense and and Trey Diggs and blah blah blah. blah. They could be undefeated, and you'd hate somehow. No, I couldn't hate at that point uh, until they lost in the first round of the playoffs, like they always do. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. you know, this is a this yeah. is you know standalone game on Thanksgiving time to prove yourself, and well, they lost again, typical for the third uh, consecutive year. Hey, you know, I didn't even know that. Did you see Dak's game last game? He put up a crazy good game, in defense and the refs is what dis- decided the game, not Dak. Listen, I'm sick of the refs deciding the game. Okay, ready? Listen, if it's a if it's a penalty, it's a penalty. What would you want them to do? Not call the plays against whatever his name was? Anthony Brown. Yeah, Anthony Brown.
2: Yeah.
0: First of all, don't I can't believe he shares a name with me because I could
2: never do that. I was a professional on the field. No, you uh, know what? That, that's why that's why that's why the Cowboys lost because they had an Anthony out there. That's re- re- r- r- Wrecking havoc for the Cowboys, self inflicting.
1: Dak, sure. Dak, did solid in the second half, but that over that throw to uh, I think Noah Brown definitely wants that one back because that could have kept the drive going and they could potentially won the game. But uh, it was definitely a low pass, wasn't able to get it done, man. That was that was tough.
0: Yeah, you know they they get the uh, overtime kickoff. I thought they were going to go and win. Yeah, yeah, and for uh, sure. a nice little penalty. Thirty-two forty-seven, three seventy-five, two touchdowns for Dak and. He did what he could. Anthony Brown was disgraceful, and the refs were on, were on one for both teams. Listen if, it's a, but listen, if it's a penalty, it's a penalty, and that's the thing. This game was filled with them, but I didn't really see that many that I was like, how do you call that? So this was just bad football by both of these teams. Like, all those Anthony Brown penalties were penalties. The holdings were holdings. Like, I didn't see – and I'm, I'm talking about both sides here too, not just the Cowboys. So, like, listen, it was a bad played game by both teams. It just, just saying it's not on Dak, which you said. Hence my explanation. Listen, you know, if Dak is so elite, he should have drove them down the field, scored. You know, we just saw Aaron Rodgers win without half their team. Tax missing right. two wide receivers, Twice. Two, two wide receivers, and he can't, and he can't win a game against the Raiders, who lost like what? Was it two or three games in a row? They were terrible.
2: They were, they, be, they were, they were five. They were five and two, and they lost. They were on a three-game losing streak. All right, exactly.
0: Can't beat the Raiders. Despicable. Dak, empty calories. Empty calories. Yeah, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, the Cowboys undefeated when Dak throws less than like 30 times or something like that. So, obviously, the team is not very good when he has to throw. And, you know, when you're a quarterback, that's kind of that's kind of important, by the way.
2: <laughs> one, what, what thing, one thing I also, sorry to interrupt, one thing I will <laughs> highlight also about this game is, you also got to give props to Derek Carr. I mean, Derek, Derek Carr had had two had two drives that pretty much put the Raiders uh which we know put the Raiders in a good position when when it was tied at thirty all. He let he let a drive to set up Daniel Carson for fifty six yards, and then and then he goes into overtime and he drives them down the field. Now now we we all can thank Anthony Brown for having that you know big PI call, but you also have to give Derek Carr credit like he set the Raiders up to have a chance to win this game and you also have to look at the Raiders with this win it still keeps them in the playoff hunt. I mean the AFC is is wide open as a whole and I mean you look at if somehow some way the Raiders do all of their drama with the rug situation, with the Gruden situation, if they could find a way to sneak into the playoffs somehow some way, I think you could classify this this Raider season as as a success. Oh for it's sure. Fair. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Well, all right, yeah. Uh, that pretty wrap, that wraps up the week twelve games. Go cool, over uh,
0: here and uh, get up to the week thirteen, make our yes, predictions, sir. and then we can get on out of here. You yes, me?
1: sir. Yes, sir. Everybody, watch. Everybody listening over at Colorcast, appreciate you guys for tuning in. Look at that. We even start the week with the cowgirls.
0: How interesting.
1: Thursday night football. All right, let's get to it.
0: Cowboys Saints. Connie, who you rolling with? Listen, I know I just crapped on, but i go with the Cowboys because listen, <laughs> if they lose to the Saints, then they got bigger issues because the Saints are terrible right now. Matt, who you going with? Who you got?
2: I'm going, I'm going with them boys. I got I got the Dallas Cowboys. This is this is the must-win for, for Dallas. They 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 need to win this game if if they if they want any shot at the one seed which i mean it's 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 pretty much slim i mean slim is slim shady you got you got you got no shot at the one seed but if you want a chance this is your game to take and even if you want an opportunity at a third seed like if you could find a way to one up tampa bay and get that third seed this is a game that you have to win give me the cowboys I mean, you look at the Saints, they've pretty much been in collapse mode since Jameis Winston went down. And I was very saddened because New Orleans looked like a playoff team with Winston, but ever since he went out, you had Trevor Simeon. They haven't won a game since Halloween. I think that's going to continue. And I think the boys are going to find a way to get it done. And, yeah, go to eight and four.
1: Yeah, I'm going with the Cowboys as well for all, all the all the reasons you guys mentioned. Uh, just I don't see the Saints putting up any offense uh, for them to try to make it a fight. Uh, we got the Giants and the Dolphins. I got Miami
0: five in a row. You know, I picked the Giants on Gen Z, but that was before, uh, you know, Danny Dimes went out. So now I'll go with the Dolphins.
2: Yeah, for for me it's easy as well. Give me the Dolphins. This always seems like what Flores does. I mean, even in his first year, the Dolphins were classified as the worst team in history. They were playing, they're they're playing like some bums, and then they turned it around. Won like five of the last nine games and went six and ten in his first year. This is going to be the same old story. They start off one and seven. And they're just going to find a way to rally off like maybe six wins in the last nine or so weeks and finish with seven wins. The Miami Dolphins way, you know. Tank, oh. tank, tank the Eagles pick instead of it being a top ten, top five pick, make it a mid round pick because you know Philly moment.
1: <laughs> All right, we got the <laughs> we got the Colts and the Texans.
0: Yeah, I got I got Colts. No, wait, yeah. so Nobody has to talk about that one. That Sweet. Happened. Yeah.
1: Vikings Lions, that's oh, a sweet oh, fruit.
2: Same Vikings. That's
0: also sweet.
1: Oh no no no! no. You
2: you know what? Here's here's what I will say: If the Vikings lose this game, I don't want to hear Corey another word about Kirk Cousins. Not a word. I don't want to hear any. I don't want to hear <laughs> any Kirk Cousins if they talk about lose Kirk Cousins to Cousins Detroit. Anyway.
1: Something if they even talking about they lose this game. Nah, that would be that'd be sad.
0: That's despicable.
1: I don't, I don't see it happening. Even I think the next, talk, even without Davin Cook, I don't see it happening. I think
0: I think these next two games are a sweep too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, per, per, per
1: well, per per I mean,
0: Eagles. I mean. Nah. You would,
1: hope so. I can't lose you to would the hope so. You would
2: hope so. If you're I the Eagles, can. you better beat the Jets. You I would mean, hope so. You, here's why. Here's where I will say: I, I, I have my co-host Ben Hoyt with Prime Time with Hoyt and Wise Cheese. If they lose to the Jets, you best believe I'm clowning this boy. Because you lose to the Giants and the Jets, you're you're. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll smoke, I'm smoking on that bird pack. Smoking <laughs> on that bird pack.
1: All right. <laughs> that Philly pack. I'm, I'm
2: going. i Bing Bong on it. You're just going to slam it i
1: <laughs> All right, we got Cardinals, Bears. Justin Fields should be back for this one, uh, but I don't, th- I don't think it makes that much of a difference. Kyler coming yeah. back as well.
2: Don't I got matter. Arizona.
1: We all got give Arizona. Cardinals. Chargers, hey, hey, Bengals. If
2: the, if, if the Cardinals do lose, Green Bay has a one seed, so maybe. That's
1: true. That's true. Car- uh, Chargers and the Bengals. All right, now we're starting to get this. Um, this is a comp game, definitely. <laughs> Matt, who you got?
2: Give me Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. The Chargers do what the Chargers always do. They collapse. They crumble like the Berlin Wall. They're going to crumble against the Cincinnati Bengals. And, and a lot of people are sleeping on the Bengals. The Bengals might win the AFC North. They already beat the Ravens once already this year. And with Lamar Jackson playing like how he was in the toilet when they would, played the Browns last year, you know it's, it's it's at home for the Bengals. I'm I'm going with Cincy. I I trust the Bengals more than I do the Chargers at the moment. And you know that Burrow to Chase connection, just like at LSU, is going to stay strong. Bengals go to eight and four.
0: Connie, who you rolling with? You know I picked them yesterday on Gen Z, so I'm picking them again. Give me the Chargers, baby. Oh nice okay. little
1: upset. It's a little upset. Okay. Um I got I got the Bengals. I think they continue to run the football. Uh, they're at home, like Matt said. Uh, they, they they need to win this game. They need to win this game, uh, for sure. Like if they want to win the division and or the playoff and or and or get to the playoffs, this is Ooh. this is a key win.
0: We got but, uh, over next to our over on the color cast, we got uh Shy Town chiming in. He got the Bengals against the Chargers. All right, yeah. I'm I'm all alone, I'm on an island over here. <laughs>
1: These next two games, uh, Buccaneers, Falcons, and you got the Jaguars and the Rams. Uh, This is a sweep. for This should should be a sweep for all of us. No, no, no. Here's
2: here's why I will say. If the Rams lose to the Jags, I don't want to hear anything about Matthew Stafford. You better call them Pat Stafford the rest of the season because, I mean, if you lose to the Jaguars, I'm sorry. You got a Detroit curse coming your way.
1: Yeah, I would be sad, but I really, I just no way don't. Yeah, I Jazz. just don't there, see there, it. There,
2: there, there, there's no way, but it is any given Sunday. If the Jazz can beat the Bills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
1: I'd be shocked if they lose their fourth game in a row to the to the Jags. They, uh, if
2: but... they lose to the Jags, you're going to classify the Rams as the curse of Odell. You know what? Not wrong.
1: I mean, everybody else is doing it at this point.
2: I mean, I guess. Yeah. I I threw out. I threw out a message to CJ. I was almost smoking on that OBJ pack when the when the pack beat the Rams. You know, just uh, yeah, Matt smoking uh,
0: and, on all and, and, and the and packs, hey, bro, crazy. And, right, and, and, and hey,
2: and hey, I I told I I went up to CJ and you know I was telling OBJ, I'm like, yo, OBJ, you, you could have had Rogers instead. You stuck with bum ass Pat Stafford.
0: I <laughs> still think the greatest story that came out of this week. Was uh Devonte Adams telling see, telling Odell that he wouldn't give him his jersey and to go get Cooper Cups because that's who he wanted to play yeah, with? Yeah, that's that that's crazy. Uh, another uh, another thing that,
2: that that I'll throw out there is let's just say that uh, Adams owns Ramsey. Rodgers targeted Ramsey seven times, seven for seven, and and also Aaron Rodgers made Ramsey his bitch when he ran it in on a broken toe <laughs> and freaking slung his ass all the way to the sideline. He was laying there. So Jalen. Your, no, your listen, dog
0: water. Aaron Rodgers got, got that Joe Rogan medication. So, you know what I mean? He's, his toe yeah. is probably
2: already feeling better. You feel me? Yeah, he's are feeling good. And, and we're on a bye week too, so we're thriving.
0: Packers fans enjoy this year because Rodgers and Adams' is bye-bye after this year. <laughs> Thank Jesus. Fuck Ramsey, by the way. I hate the Packers. Or, I may hate the Packers, but F Ramsey, hey shytown Town uh, Sports popping up. Hey, hey, the, hey, uh, hey, hey, hey! shytown Town uh, Sports. Is, it,
2: it's not. It's not our fault that Rodgers is part owner of your team. It's not. That's. That's not, not. It's not my fault that Rodgers owns you. you
0: no, know, listen. Sheesh. Out here making
1: enemies on Colorcast, crazy. Wait, wait. All right, we got. We got another closed game. I think it's gonna be a close game. We got Washington Football Team and the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Connie,
0: who you got? Man. I'm gonna go with the Raiders only because the game is at home.
1: Okay. Yeah. Kanye, we got.
2: Uh, I mean, uh, Matt, we got. Agree, uh, agree, agree with Connie as well. This one, this one's the Raiders. The Raiders are the semi better built team, and it's in Vegas to where their stadiums don't leak, on, like, FedEx Field. <laughs> give
1: me, uh, give me Washington. Give me Washington. Okay. I feel like they ha- I feel like they have the, the formula
2: leaking stadiums for the
1: win. They can say this. Sort of, well, this one's on the road, so I don't think there's any leaking at a, um, at, at the Raiders stadium. But they got See, the formula to win all on the road.
0: In this one. You're all alone, yeah. even on the color cast. Perry got the Raiders. Shytown got the Raiders. You're alone. Oh, yeah.
1: I, just, I, feel, I feel like they got the formula to win on the road. They run the football, keep the ball away from offenses, and they could they get that done. Uh, Ravens Steelers, man, this used to be such a classic game. Uh, Ed Reed, Palamalu, who was the better safety back in the Ray day? Lewis. Ray Lewis, Hines Ward. Now it's Ugh. just
2: and And now we're mid. stuck with the running back versus uh, old man on his last legs. Old yellow. The running
1: back too. <laughs> old old yellow. yellow. That being said, <laughs> who you
2: got? Matt, who you got? Give me the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, I, I, I really I, I really want Alex's Pittsburgh Steelers to succeed. You know, Anthony Conover's once guy who he always asked for his stimmy a lot, but no fast <laughs> Alex. Wow. You know, it's but the, the Ravens are just a better built team. I think they're gonna bounce back, especially from their putrid performance against against the Browns, who literally played like Brown, you know. They were they I mean that that, that whole team was as bad. It was it was it was ugly but I think the Ravens bounce back I think I think the Ravens are are looking at are looking at their daddy the Patriots and they're coming up right behind them and they're just like yo we can't we can't because the Patriot the Patriots are like Michael Myers you they're 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 not dead you think they're dead but they're not and the Ravens are gonna look at that game and be like we need this win we have to get the one seed they're gonna dog wop the Steelers uh Ben Ben is done Ben retire. You're you're a first ballot Hall of no, Famer already. You got two rings. You're gonna get your number retired in Pittsburgh. Just j- just retire, man. You just I I like I, I'd rather see Mason Rudolph and Dewey Haskins, than, Dewey Haskins. Than, than Ben Roethlisberger because it's ugly. It's 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 ugly to see because Roethlisberger's looking like Peyton Manning out there on his last year, but Peyton Manning had a historic defense and the Steelers. Got a not 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 a steel curtain, but a steel shower curtain because that thing's always wide open.
1: Steel shower, this guys. More like flannel it. these days. This guy's on a roll. Um, Connie, you made a pick? No, I didn't.
0: Okay. Uh, but well, I'll go with the Ravens.
1: Go with the Ravens. I right, got Chi-Town Sports in the color cast chat. He said this game was exciting. Now it's a yawn fest, but I'm surprisingly taking Steelers. Loves the Mike Myers reference from, from Matt. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this I think this game is going to be closer because the way the Steelers got rocked last week against Cincinnati, I feel like they got to have some type of pride at home. Still, Again, this is like this used to be like a mini Super Bowl every single time they played back in the day. But I'm going to go with the Ravens. I think I think it's going to be a close game. It's going to be hopefully the defense. I think that defense shows up. Uh, Pittsburgh's defense shows up next Sunday. They have to. They have to. But um, I'm, I'm rolling with the Ravens in this one still taking them
0: out of my fantasy lineup.
1: It's fair. That's fair. All right, we got an NFC West showdown between the 49ers and the Seahawks. Both teams trending in different directions. Matt, who you got?
2: Give me the 49ers. The Seahawks are, like I said earlier, the dead Hawks. They're dead. Their season's over. Rebuild needs to begin. And hey, all I got to say is for the Seahawks, you shouldn't have traded for Blitz Boy. That Blitz Boy trading bit them bit them real good, and. You don't got your first round pick and you're three and eight, you know, it's, it's terrible. And, <laughs> and, and one, one, one thing I will say, I really thought Russell Wilson was going to come back and do well. And, and I, I need to, I need, I need to pull this message because I, I sent this to CJ earlier and I thought, I thought it was, it, it was, it was the best message that I sent because I basically said to, to CJ, uh, God, I, I got to find it. So I basically threw out to Russell Wilson, I kind of roast him a little bit i got to, i have to find it i, I really i really well, do. you
0: you go searching matt you go searching or you go uh, searching of who you got i think i i think on gen z i said that they're gonna go on a seven game win streak so oh, it, obviously um, the 49ers obviously, no 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 the seahawks see that's where i messed up um so uh, <laughs> because they already <laughs> lost so they can't go on a seven game win streak so I'm going to stick with them though and go with the Seahawks. Is at home, you know? 12th man. Maybe Russ actually, you know, remembers that DK's on the team and uh <laughs> they can they can pull it out.
2: Okay, I found it. So I basically said, "Let Russ cook." I said Russ is looking like a horrible chef on Hell's Kitchen. Like he, oh, they yeah, they say they show, they way. say they say let Russ cook and he's he, he's cooking up some apple turnovers instead of touchdowns. Like he, like they say, I mean, I I also want to say like for Russ you should have came back this year. You you should have, you should have known when your team was three and six. I think it's worth it if I just sit out the rest of the season. You know, gr- granted you don't have your first round pick, and that's pretty much the only reason why Russ even played was because the Seahawks are like, yo, we traded for Blitz Boy and ain't working out. We can't give the Jets a top ten draft pick. And you play Russ on a bad hand, and you're still going to give him, a, still going to give the Jets a top ten pick. Now, if you're the Jets, don't f this up. <laughs> He's you know. cooking
0: lean cuisines, Perry said. Let rice. Let hey, Russ hey, lean,
2: lean, lean cuisine slaps. Like lean cuisines disrespect, are pretty good. You can't, you can't, you can't disrespect. That's a disrespect to, to lean cuisine. Nah, you know what? Russ is cooking up that green bean casserole.
1: Green bean casserole. Uh, we got Perry taking the Seahawks. He says Seahawks pull upset. Watch out. Chi-Town Sports taking San Fran.
2: Let Russ Microwave. <laughs> Let Russ Microwave.
1: <laughs> Russ don't look right throwing the ball. Yeah, we, yeah, we, um, we yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. He's been struggling. I'm Our going with the nine.
2: Jimmy's going to go off on the Seahawks. Yeah,
1: I'm going to go with the night. Uh, no Debo out one to two weeks. True. It's going to be.
2: Don't don't matter I just matter, I just bro. don't they trust got, they got, I just they don't got trust
1: Seattle's offense. killer. I, I just I just don't trust Seattle's Seattle's offense consistently enough. I don't know if it's enough for me to, to pick them, man. I'm going with the Niners. We got an AFC West showdown.
0: We got a wild card in the top 3 pick, Green Gang. Forever. Gang Green? <laughs> Yo,
1: yo, Vic, Vic, I love you, bro. But come on, man.
0: You know, gang green is also gang green is also a disease, by the way. So yeah. that's probably you know, the one that you're talking about being a Jets man.
1: Yo, Vic, you're my guy, bro. But you know, you know what time it is over there, man. I met life, bro. I'm sorry, bro.
2: Yeah, I'm more sorry, like more bro. like more like meth life.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's tough over there. Uh, we got I we got the Bronco with
0: this many metaphors <laughs> in my life. We got, the- <laughs> <laughs> we got the Broncos and the Chiefs. <laughs>
1: oh, man. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Wait, are,
0: are you guys crying when I said the meth life? No, i was saying I never messed up with more metaphors than you in my entire life. Oh man, this guy's a They're really poet cool out here. Crew and the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, I love the Powerpuff Girls. That was the show back in the day. Anyway, CJ, I'm gonna make
2: it simple for you. I got the Chiefs before you asked me. You got the Chiefs, all right, uh, Matt. Who you got? Yeah, give me, give me the Chiefs. Teddy Two Gloves is gonna blow. You know, he's he, he's gonna he's gonna try to make another tackle like he did against the Eagles and Whiff. And you know, the Chiefs are back.
1: AFC West showdown gonna be closer. I'm going with Kansas City, though. At Arrowhead, they're coming off a bye. They should respond and, and play well. And we got Monday Night Football. The only important Last but not game? That's right. The only,
2: important. <laughs> all, only nice. important game for all of us.
1: Last but not least, Patriots, Bills. I mean, come on. I'm going with the Pats. Yeah,
2: if anyone, the only outlier should be me. But I I'm am biased. going. It's give biased, me. Give Georgetown me the Sports. New England. <laughs> give me the New England Patriots. I, I I like I like what I see out of out out of Mac Ten. You know, is Mac Ten season in full effect? They've won it's six pay. straight. Bills
0: by a hundred. What are we talking mm-hmm. about? The Cowboys in the playoffs right now? Like, what, oh, what are we talking please, Bill. Bills,
2: Bills, Bills when the, the the Bills the the Bill the Bills are back to back to uh, Rex Ryan form when they were just uh, utter dog. All right. And we're I nothing.
1: I can't go that far. I can't go that far.
2: Listen, what do you me mean? Tell you this shopper. team, CJ. This team lost to the Jaguars 9-6, 6-9, nine to six, six nine, which is Which is nice in every other form, but on a football field. Like, how do you? <laughs> yeah. How do you yeah, lose? Crazy. How do you lose to the Jaguars six to nine, which is nice, but it's, no, I, it's, I it's unacceptable.
1: I feel you, but I feel like I feel like every team at this point in the league has had had an ugly loss. Very true. So yes, you know granted, like that's probably the ugliest loss? loss. That's probably Listen. the ugliest loss of the season. But it's again, it's, you know, these last three, these last four games have been divisional games. These are going to be close games. I just don't and, see, you know, and, I know, and, I know Perry also, said Chiefs by blowout, but I, I, you know, I think I think it's going to be close. And I feel like this AFC, this in Buffalo, you know, those fans are going to go crazy. Um this is that. It's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a good game. Yeah. But obviously, I'm running. I'm rolling with my guys.
2: And, and and also, what 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 kind of persuaded me towards the Patriots was just how they thoroughly dominated Tennessee. Like, yeah, the game was close, and Connie, you know, said like we we up only sixteen to like thirteen on like the C squat with the face palm. Little little did he know they would score twenty unanswered points, and you know, Kendrick Bourne would look like a beast. You know, it's listen. Just, I'll tell you it's just, what's gonna be as a beast. long as long, I'll tell you. here's what I will say as long as the Patriots follow the formula, Mac Jones doesn't turn the ball over, they'll get the dub.
0: And that's my point. Patriots win this game. Listen, I said that I haven't uh you know, they haven't given me a reason to pick against them, and until they do, I'll keep picking them. So Pat let's lock up the number one in the division right now. I'm a little scared that it's in Buffalo because, you know, I did predict a split earlier in the year, but, uh you know, and I'm all for Josh Allen for MVP because I still love Josh Allen. I don't know why I do. I think it's because he pisses other people off, so I have to like him. Um, But Patriots defense playing crazy, run game about to go crazy, just like
2: the, uh, the Colts did. So uh, <laughs> I'll take the pass. Baby. We need that side talk NYC energy. When, our, when when the Pats get the W just going wild? No one have to.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy, man, because Bill's mafia on Twitter is lethal son. So either way it goes, definitely each other to
0: tables.
1: And- they, they they it's it's gonna be it's gonna be intense for sure. Uh we got Chi Town Sports in the uh color cast chat. Patsy D is scary. I'll say that, but in, but Buffalo uh I think it'll come out firing on all cylinders. Yeah, very. I mean, very possible. Very possible.
0: Uh, that's why I feel like shout it's out be. KG. Anything's possible.
1: Anything's possible. But I think, yeah, I do think it's going to be a good game. And uh, that wraps up the thir- week thirteen picks.
0: That wraps up the show, CJ. That yeah, it does. Wraps up <laughs> the show. Matt, you only got a little bit of – you got 30 seconds left on the hot seat for uh, ColorCast, so give all your plugs. Hurry. Go,
2: go, all go. Right. All right, plug. <laughs> Twitter down below at Matt underscore Scura. Instagram at Matt underscore Scura20. Both links in the bio. I have my podcast. Me or our great friend Caleb do called MCS Real Sports Podcast. Check it out. Available everywhere. Also, Sunday Night Football, primetime with Hoyt and Wise Cheese. Check it out. We stream Sunday Night Football. This is Matt Scura. As always, it's a pleasure to be on The Hard Count.
0: Look at that. And the yes, guy sir.
2: Glad, to have you. Yeah.
0: glad to have you on, brother. Always, as always. Yes, sir. With that, Matt, I think we uh
2: smoking I mean, out the OBJ ending, pack.
0: Matt, we're we're I mean we're ending the show anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But I guess we uh we we say goodbye in, in a way, in a certain way, you know, off the hot seat here. So what I guess we say goodbye, Matt.
2: All right, as always, guys. You guys have a great rest of your week. And hey, let's hope for a Pat's dub. And yeah, OBJ, so OBJ, where you at? Vaughn Miller, where you at? Jalen Ramsey, where you at? Where, where, where you at? I mean, I thought, I, I thought, I thought you wanted to win, pal, but it looks like you're gonna, you're going home. You ain't going to win the division. You're going to get upset in the playoffs. You got Pat Stafford, whose record is nine and seventy against <laughs> teams guy. above five hundred. I, I, I just, I just want to know, OBJ, where you at? Why, 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 why do you want to come to Green Bay? I know it snows. I know nobody wants to be in Green Bay, Wisconsin, in the winter. Nobody, people that live in Green Bay don't want to be there. But, but hey, you know what? You could have had Rodgers, but you took Stafford. You could have had your homeboy Devonte Adams, but you took two girls, one Cooper Cup. All right. On that yeah. note, <laughs> Matt, yeah, I'll, I'll guy see, guy I'll, I'll see you guys. Yeah, I know, Perry I'm right, right. Be
0: terrible.
2: I'm, at, <laughs> I'm no, out listen, on that Perry.
0: one. Listen, Perry. I know we can't hear Matt. I, you know, you know things happen, but whatever. CJ, give your plugs for the people before we uh, head on out.
1: Yes, sir, you can find me at the Garda Podcast covering all basketball, uh, All NBA, streaming on all platforms. You can find me here, of course, every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern on the Harkout with my guy Connie. C James 9 underscore on Twitter, at Gardner Pod on IG. New podcast on the way. New episode on the way. Forever New England podcast covering all things Patriots. Uh, look out for that. Streaming on all platforms as well. And I might might make a little return to Twitch soon. Um, okay. So CJ You're
2: Playmaker.
1: Play play <laughs> Playmaker. So uh, CJ versus the world on Twitch. Also CJ versus the world on Twitter for all updates when I go live.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, As for me, Monday, Generational Sports, 7 Eastern. You can check us out on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, everywhere. So make sure you check that out. Go subscribe to the podcast. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel, Generational Sports. Uh, Make sure you follow us over here on the Color Cast as well, me and CJ. Obviously, we do this every Tuesday at 9 Eastern, breaking down all the games and then giving our picks for the next week as well. Uh, And then Thursdays, I do a show called Backstop Banter, where we're breaking down everything in the baseball world as well. Uh, Looks like we're going to have a lockout coming very soon. A lot of free agents have signed, so it has been a busy, busy time over there in the baseball world. But with that being said, you can find me, Anthony underscore Conover on Twitch, Anthony Conover underscore on Twitter. And uh, that, that does it for us, folks. I thank everybody over there on the ColorCast side. I hope you all gave us a follow, a nice little heart As well, we appreciate the interactions, and uh, we will be back
2: next week. So, for the people, I bid a farewell.
1: Catch you guys.